Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
Black Power, BB48, Mar Hootchuck, Broken the Field on the Ground, Slaughterhouse Saturday. This is your brother Bourne, coming in live from out of Elm City, Connecticut. We're going to get it in nice tonight. You know, we got a family coming in. We got a, uh, uh, we got a brother supposed to come in, a special guest supposed to come in and, and drop a couple things to us, you know. And uh, you know what it is. It's Slaughterhouse Saturday. You get your apron. The blade right, everything sharped up. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that everything is uh, copacetic that's coming in through the lab. You know how we do here. You know, we didn't come here to uh, play no game. So, you know, we started off with praising that turn of glory to God belong to the spirit of Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad. And in the spirit of Slaughterhouse Saturday, you know, we come in uh, in the spirit of Dr. John Henry Clark and our elders um, and our um, other Bible uh, and elder master. Uh, as Dr. Amos Wilson, you know, uh, uh, theme is who's betraying the African Revolution or who's still betraying the African Revolution. So we're going to make sure nobody's betraying it. We're going to keep moving forward with this gas on your ass. So what it do out there tonight? What's going on, Brother Cole? Black Power, be before you. Black Power, be before you. You know, what it do tonight, man. Looking forward to tonight, you know, Thursday show. It did a lot, you know, put some things into perspective for me, um, you know, regarding the, the elder and, you know, especially the elder we're speaking on, I'm speaking on is uh, Walter Williams, you know, that's kind of something that's been, I'm going to try to pinpoint why do people have such a problem with the brother, man, but, um, you know, maybe we could talk about that at some point tonight, but. Yeah, you know, I'm doing all right. It's all, it's all right. Uh, yo, definitely, we definitely going to have to touch on that, so we definitely going to touch on that. So that, that was a point that two things happened earlier this week. So um, we're going to definitely have to touch on Walter Williams. Oh, I'm doing some research right now. I got I to gotta get that, um, I got to get the book so I can get his bibliography. I ain't checking sources on some stuff. But I know one thing is I heard somebody say something that I didn't, uh, you know, I'm listening to it, but, you know, it was like um, about Walter Williams. And one of the things is that, you know, people were talking about uh, Shaka Amos. And, they, and you you can't be like, yo, you respect uh, people's scholarship, right? But then you don't respect where they get the, their scholarship from. Because there's a lot of the things that people go about, especially when you speak on the origins of Islam, and anytime you mention monotheist, diosthetic, Christian, uh, uh, um, uh, what else, who, who the, the Malachite, you know, Coptic churches, things of that nature, those are things that, that basically come from the research of Dr. Walter Williams. You know, when people want to be honest about it, you know, those understandings come from that. So, you know, we definitely uh, to get into that. And like I said, I'm trying to get the bibliography so I can really grasp a whole of some of the uh, things that he was saying, especially about the Quran, because I got my certain own uh, thoughts on why he said what he said and having an understanding of, uh, of when you compile things. You can have a lot of stuff out, but when you come together and you say, listen, this is what it's going to be, it's the same thing as, there were so many Bibles out over time, but then in 1611, they said, well, look, this is what we're going to make official, and then make everybody start following it. Things like that happen. 
So, you know, I just want to uh, get that research and see exactly where you're coming from and, and better have that up under my belt for my own self. But with that being said, you know, it's going, we're going to open it. We ain't going to have an open, open line tonight. As long as the brother come in, it ain't going to be that open until about an hour into the show. Then we'll open it up for the floor to get on in. You know, if you come in, I just want to get a good question in this session, and, and then we can move from there. I'm here, brother. Can you hear me? Uh, all right. All right. Brother Mikhail is in there. All right. Uh, you know, Black black Power, uh, welcome to the show. I'm going to make sure I'm, you know, see if a couple of my co-hosts is in there. And we're going to see if they dropped in. Uh, Sister, Sister Camille, are you out there? Uh, Brother Cause, you got the board. You know who out there. You know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, sister, sister, come here out there. I think brother, brother little too. So far, <laughs> oh, black power family. You already, you know, you already know I'm on duty. Black power. Let's talk about brother little. I was out there, out there, South Cali, man. Man, you know we got these rainy days, but it's all good, black man. You know. Yeah, I know it got the rain sooner or later. You know, if ain't no rainy days, ain't no shiny ones. You know. Yeah, man, we don't like the rain too much out here, brother. I heard. I heard. But, uh, Sister, come here. You out there? Black Power, BB-48. BB-48, what they do today? Come here, it's the super butthurt. Black man, watch out. Don't get your butt hurt tonight. Black power to the queen, you feel me? Black power to the family, too. I ain't talked to y'all in a minute, man. You know, hold that, man. Uh-oh. Got somebody with a little bit of noise in their background. But um, it's clear. But, yeah, Sister Camille put the butt hurt on some, on some, you know what I mean? You know, today, yesterday, you know what I mean? You know, I had to, Douglas still wanted to whine. They want to whine to me. I said, oh, man, don't whine to me, man. Don't whine to me. That, you know, I, I I learned, though, that brothers don't like the extreme. Their sisters, and, and that's the one good thing that I'm glad that the queens be on duty. You know why? Because the queens put it in perspective. See, men got a certain way where we try to, um, you know, we're looking for negotiable terms. We're looking to make sure that anything happens. You know, we're looking to try to, uh, you know, like I said, make negotiable terms on how we want to deal with everything because we see everything coming out there. But the queens is needed to make sure that they always put in our ear the extreme nature of what we're dealing with. You know what I mean? That no matter what, yeah, you build the allegiance with them. You built the allegiance with them jokers right now. But you remember what them religions of perversion do. Yeah, everybody asking sinners right now. But don't forget. At the end of the day, once we get over this beach right here, we're going to have to drop this shit, too. Don't, don't let them fool you with their ways and actions. Because theology, at the end of the day, will win over a lot of this shit people be running with. And uh, we're getting into it, but I, I, I just, uh, just <laughs> want to drop that. Well, respect, King, and I want you to know that I'm um, taking a picture of the bibliography and the historical origins of Islam so you can run through it, um, which I'll talk to you about at a later date in terms of 
um, its formation at the date that he gives and its completion and then its acceptance in, in uniting um, the Arab world, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to, I know I already got a certain certain thought on, on what was happening. And so I'm, and so I'm going I'm to check it, and I, and I pretty much think he's going to run in line with how I see this because as, as I started to look into uh, the formations of Quran's period, I started to see a lot of different inconsistencies. But one thing that was consistent that there was a lot of incomplete ones where there's a lot of this and a lot of that, but never a whole nothing. So mm-hmm. I, I found a lot of Quranic, Quranic, you know, type of writings in manuscripts. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. So, as I said, I, I'll get that, and then, you know, I'll do my own due diligence on that piece right there. Because, like I said, I really, I give I give some of it um, a whole lot less. You know, I, uh, I'm not even going to drop that yet. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm not even going to drop that yet. I'll wait for later on in the show where I'll drop my reasoning on that because it might be needed. So. Uh, our other hosts are filtering, but you know, um, as as I said, you know, on the flyer headlining that uh, tonight we're gonna have a brother who comes in the name of a Pan African nationalist, Torah keeper. Something that me personally I've never heard of until he laid that on me, and it was something that was so different that I said to myself, I got to have this brother on the show too. Give me some type of understanding of what this is. So, for the, for for my family, if y'all would just sit back for a second, I know y'all gonna have some short questions and everything, but just let it let. We want to get the brother a chance to let it flow, you know, let him flow for about you know thirty minutes and and just you know give us some background and all that. I might chime in and and you know ask a couple of questions to keep things moving and get some clarity. And then you know we can go from there. Is that satisfiable with the family? That's agreeable with me, my brother. No, no. All right, then. Well, Brother Mikael, if you could just give your name and where you're from and how you came upon this revelation of being a Pan African nationalist Torah keeper. Uh, I'll just start off with, if you could, can you just start off with your definition of a Pan-Africanist, and then we can move from there. All right. I appreciate you, my brother, and I want to start this off by saying black power. And can you hear me clearly? Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, like I said, black power and solidarity to everybody that's on the phone, and we are we are one. I just want to make that known. And I want to give uh, a big shout-out to all of the people that have in their heart uh, some type of uh, ability or willingness to embrace the scriptures. I know a lot of a lot of your listeners are not religious in any way, maybe, or they may be uh, Muslims. Um, but in any way, the morality of our people is what's most important. And so I'll start off with what you asked me. Uh, the definition of Pan-Africanist varies from person to person as relates to your corpus or what you, your, your particular mission is. And my particular mission as relates to, to Pan-Africanism is to bring back the validity of what we were. And what I mean by that is what we were in West Africa. 
before we got to these shores. Uh, we live in a day-to-day where all of our people are trying, you know, desperately, desperately to try to identify with a certain parts of, of our culture, which is very rich. But I think that as a Pan-Africanist, all of us – hold on one second, brother. Hold on one second. It's for Bambi. Nadia, it's for Bambi. It's for this one. I'm sorry, my brother. I have a lot of pit bulls around here. All right, so uh, as relates to Pan-Africanism, as relates to our plight today, uh, connecting back with the truth. Uh, We have a lot of brothers and sisters that, you know, kind of love Egyptology, love the ideas that are in Kemet and the science. Um, And we have brothers that, you know, follow my school of thinking that say that they're Hebrew Israelites or Jews or just Torah keepers, period, right? I don't want to get into any of the religious. Give it to Bambi. Give it to Bambi. I don't want to get into any religion tonight because, as my brother Malcolm X said, if we as black people are are to come together, we got to check that shit at the door, religion. So that's not what I'm going to bring to you tonight. I'm not going to bring no religion. I'm going to bring to you my understanding of what I am, a pan-Africanist Torah keeper. That's a person that's trying to get in touch with West Africa. And we all know that all of us came from there, no matter where we came from before, pre-West Africa, pre-Songhai Empire, pre-Mali, Ghana, and Timbuktu. Our corpus as it relates to North American descendants of slaves is directly connected to that place. So now, in this culture today, in our conscious community, I want you to chime in on some things, brother, because I want this to be kind of interactive. Uh, how many times this, well, not this year, last year, 2014, how many times have you heard any conscious community speaking about West Africa? Have you heard it? About West Africa? Yes, sir. Well, yeah, because I ain't part of the conscious community, so in our, in our circle we have, in our circle we, we touched on it, but um, I don't I don't know. I, I just started getting back into into some of this quote unquote conscious community stuff, so I haven't heard it too much. I'll say that. Right, I understand that, and I appreciate that. And like I said, we all have our different schools of thoughts and different uh, convictions about different things. But the 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 conjoining factor is that we are one. We all were brought from West Africa. Uh, no matter you know where we came from before that, we all came from West Africa, and that is our common bond here in this continent. That we are family. That we are one. One of many root systems uh, that begin even in the Bible. You know, the Bible speaks about the Egyptians, the Assyrians, and the the Israelites being the people of God, all the people of God and the workmanship of God's hands and, and his heritage. Uh, I want to bring forth some things concerning our plight here in the country today. We live in a country where, you know, our black people are up and we're down. We got successful black people, Barack Obama or Oprah Winfrey, you know, <laughs> Colin Powell and all of the rest, right? But then we have the rest of us that are struggling for finances, struggling for morality, struggling for just uh, identity. 
And I, I believe truly that the second half of what I want to discuss about my convictions for a keeper, the morality that is placed within the Torah, I feel is the best school of thinking to resurrect the black man and woman in this country, simply because the morality in the Torah are things that uh, would would benefit us in every single way. Are you familiar with the Ten Commandments, my brother? Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with it. Okay. Well, I want to bring forth that, and like I said, I don't want to get religious, but this is not religion, what I'm talking about here. And anything, anytime we're talking about Torah, Torah, the word Torah is simply law or a way to govern right thinking. Let's be honest. It's coming out of religion. Say it again, sister. Say it again. Say it clearly. Speak up a little bit. You said that. And I, I'm not going to interject no more, but I just... No, no, you, you're fine. You're fine. I want this to be interactive totally. So go ahead. The Ten Commandments, you are talking about a religion. It comes out of that. Okay. All right. So let me explain to you why it's not a religion. All right? No, that's when the, right. No, no, let, no, listen, 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 sister. Listen. Okay. You said it's a religion. You said it's not a, a religion. You know, even if you say you're not religion, but you're talking about religion, so I just want to make that clear. My position on what you're saying, and I'm, I'm going to be quiet, so please forgive me for interrupting and pick up for you with that before I interrupt. Yeah, I have no problem with your interjection, sister. But I, what I will have a problem with, and I want you to be clear, I don't want you to project onto me what you think, okay? If you think the Ten Commandments is a religion as relates to how you've experienced it, then I'm going to tell you right now today. That somebody taught you wrong. Uh, All right. All right. So listen, 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 listen. First of all, first of all, first of all, you're gonna have to calm down to talk to me. Hold on. You're gonna have to calm down. Hold on. You don't know who you're talking to. I don't care who I'm talking to, sister. I'm I'm respecting you and I'm telling you to calm down. Brother cause, man. Brother cause, yo, hit the hit the mic, man. Listen, yo, hello. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Here we got you. I'm hearing you. Can y'all hear me? All right. Listen. Um, you're gonna make some statements that's going that you know the, the statement of, of Torah. I'm with the sister. I I think that is religion. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna interject it to what you're saying right now. Because mm-hmm. you know? I, I I just think a certain kind of way, and you know, um. So I, I'm just going to, you know, I I do agree with what she's saying. So, you know, and, and so it's hard to hear you say I'm not going to talk religious, and then you mention the uh, Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You know, now, so, so you know, right, those, right, but you have I'm, to understand that well, when I'm, okay, listen. I just want to make this statement. I'm going to let you get the mic back. All right, I don't no problem. Go ahead. Is that when, when we hear those terms, mm-hmm. they – are for for the most part as we know them are connected directly to religion. So when someone says they're not going to talk religion and we hear those terms, it's automatically like diametric opposite. Like hold up, you just said you wasn't going to talk about that. So, just right. so let, me just let, me let me clear this up for you. Let me clear this up for y'all. Let me clear this up for y'all. Keep on going. All right. All right. All right. Now let me clear this all up for you. Okay. 
there is a is an air in America between black people and white people with this foolish ass religion talk. That most people that have experienced anything out of the scriptures have been hurt, have been uh, disrespected, or have been you know they have some kind of enmity with what I'm bringing forth. And I'm telling you, listen closely to my words. Listen closely. Righteousness is never a religion. I'm going to say that one more time. Righteousness is never a religion. The word righteousness means to be right. Okay? And that is a right way of thinking what I'm bringing forth here. You may call it religion, and I'm not going to fight you on what you think, but what I'm going to show you is uh, my perception of it, and I'm going to tell you my perception is that it's not a religion. All right, so now I'm going to bring you to the Ten Commandments, and I'm going to show you how sensitive some of us are (laughs) as relates to these things, calling them religion. All right, Exodus chapter 20, it begins in my Torah, And I'm going to read English tonight. It says, God spoke these statements saying, I am Yahweh, your God, or your Elohim, taking you out of the land of Egypt from the house of slavery. You shall not recognize the gods of others in my presence. That's the first commandment. Second commandment, you shall not make for yourselves any carved image nor any likeness of anything that is which in the heavens above or the earth below or in the water beneath. You shall not prostrate yourself to them nor worship them, for I am Yahweh, your God, a jealous God, who visits the sins of the fathers upon the children to the fourth and third and fourth generation. But I show kindness for thousands of generations those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not absolve anyone who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath, keep it holy. Six days shall you work and accomplish all your work, but on the seventh day shall be a day of rest to you which you shall not do any work. All right. Now let's skip down to the part where I want to show you that religion has nothing to do with these things. We start off here saying, honor your father and your mother. Now this is not just a Torah condition and a Torah commandment, but this is a moral commandment. This is a moral commandment that is right in any place on the planet that you are to honor your mother and your father. That is an African tradition. And in every African culture, every African state, every African tribal base, your mother and your father are your greatest asset, and you are to honor them. There is no religion in that. How could you be offended by someone telling you to honor your own mother and your own father, comma, so that your days may be lengthened upon the land which the Lord your God gives you. Secondly, you shall not kill. Killing and murder is right 
I mean, I'm sorry, telling someone not to kill or not to murder unjustly is right on any planet, on any day, any state, in any state of mind, unless you're insane. It says here, you shall not commit adultery. Adultery in this culture is cheating on your committed spouse. The woman that spoke earlier should be able to appreciate that because this is bringing forth respect of the woman as a mother and respect of the woman as a wife. It goes on to say you shall not steal. Theft is wrong anywhere. I mean, this is all simple things, but I want to show you how what you all are perceiving as religion has nothing to do with the corpus of the Torah. You shall not bear false witness against your fellow or your brother. That means you should not sit around here and lie. Like if I'm doing a show tonight on Torah, you shouldn't run off and say, I'm doing a show on religion because this is not religion. This is common sense and it is morality and it is African-based morality. African-based morality. I'm going to explain that in a little while. Remember that. African-based morality. I'm telling you, don't take too much long on that. You're going to have to get to that early because uh, you're going to have to get to that early, brother. Not okay, later. well, let me hit that Let me hit that now then. No, let me no, hit a little bit of that now. Because you're going to have to jump on that early because you're definitely going to have an uphill battle. All right, all right, all right. I'll go on. You shall not covet your fellow's house. That means you should not, you know, want what your brother has in an impure fashion. That's, that's common sense, and that's good morality to live in a communal fashion at peace with your neighbors, not being a hater, wanting everything that everybody else got. Uh, you should not covet your fellow's wife, his maidservant, his manservant. I'm sorry, maidservant, manservant, or his ox or donkey, nor anything that belongs to your fellow. I don't hear religion there. I hear communal peace and respect and honor of your brother and your sister as yourself. Now, let's take a pause and a break right there so I can go back and I can address uh, the African-centered part of what we've talked about so far. Everything that I talked about so far, can anybody on the phone tell me that in any culture in Africa, I don't care where you want to go, Songhai, you want to go Sierra Leone, you want to go to Ethiopia, you want to go up to Morocco, you want to go to South Africa or Central Africa, as relates to what I just said, can you tell me, anyone on the phone, that those values are rejected by African cultures? Interaction time. Go ahead. No, no, no. Hold, hold up, Brother Mikhail. Hold up. No, wait a minute. I asked a question, I and I want a direct answer, brother. Now, if I'm a, if, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on a second, young man. Hold on. Now, if we're going to start off with respect, we're going to start off talking to each other with respect. So I'm asking you a question, and I'm I'm wanting to you I want you to answer the question. Now I'm going to die Wait a minute, you got the wrong show. Wait, wait, I'm the host. Yeah, I'm the host. I'm asking the question. You're supposed to be giving us. That's right. That's right. And I'm asking a very simple question. 
I'm wait, asking a very wait, simple no, question. Wait a minute, man. You're not going to just cut me off. Just let me finish like I just say, Brother Mikhail. Go I'm, ahead. I'm, I, I love you, man. That's not no, it's not no thing I'll like that. I love you. You know what I'm saying? But just be courteous to me. I was quiet. Now, what I'm saying is this, brother. What I'm saying is this. It's not for you to ask us whether or not you know, are these things something that people in Africa would reject. It's, it's the burden of proof is on you to prove that those things come up out of Africa. See, it's not that, you know, in Africa we, we like, yo, uh, it's wrong. Uh, you know, we understand that it's wrong. To, you know, you don't uh, disrespect your mother, your parents. We understand those things. But what we what was being um, asked is the question or how that's laid down in Torah show us how that comes up out of Africa in this broad sense. That's where, that's where you got to come in. Not no, let me tell not, you, all right, really I respect your words. I respect your words, but just like you told me you're the host, guess what? I'm my own person, brother, and I'm real raw, right? That's how you get me here. You heard me because I'm raw and I buck wild, but I'm bringing respect, all right? So yeah. now you can't tell me, you can't tell me how to believe. If I'm telling you that I see what I just told you, those moral laws, if I'm telling you those things are good in Africa, in America, in Spain, or in Iceland, I, I don't care how you perceive it. I'm telling you that in Africa, they would tell you to honor your mother and your father. They would wait a minute, wait a minute, young man. Let me finish my statement, brother. I'm going to hang up this fucking phone because I don't play games. I don't waste my time. Go ahead and hang up. Hang the fuck up. All right, I'm telling you, listen close, listen close, listen close. I have a very large, large, listen, listen, brother, listen, listen. I have a very large base, I have a very large base. Count immediately, immediately. Fuck that, immediately. Because, see, all right, I'll let you go. What happened? I tried to be nice. I tried. You know, we was going to jump on that shit early as soon as you said some old Torah shit. We was going to jump on it early, and I tried. I tell, I tell my family, listen, hold off. Don't cut his ass up with this shit. Just hold on. Now, you wrong. We all wrong. You just got done wrong. See, this is why. See, now, look, everybody in the audience, you see, when when. Real Africans come together. This is why we cannot have Bible something religious people around us because they are out of their goddamn mind. You see this shit? Don't tell us, look, you know, uh, uh, I'm a pan African Torah keeper. I ain't going to talk no religion. I'm going to talk pan Africanism. Gonna tell y'all what a pan African is. And the first shit he jump off in is the goddamn Ten Commandments and Yahweh. Yahoo.com. Straight up. <laughs> now, what kind of shit is this? See? This is why we got to let this shit go because, see, we can't get to no type of understanding because he tried some slick shit. See, I'm a, I'm a psychologist. I understand the psyche. You see the slick shit. Now, he's not going to tell us how this shit formulated in Africa. He's just going to ask us, well, look, would it be good? Would, would Africans be against it? This ain't about whether or not Africans would be against that shit. It's whether or not it's ours, period. It's just like that game. Okay. I'm wrong, motherfucker. God damn, man. Now, let me tell you something, brother, about common sense, all right? If I tell you 
Man. That your mama, listen, nigga, listen to me or I'm going to ruin your fucking career. Did you hear what I said? Listen, I'm a part of the... I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to listen. I'm not listening. I'm not going to fucking listen. Fuck that. <laughs> see, y'all be... See, wait a minute, man. See, y'all be on some chill shit. But fuck that. We're not listening to made-up madness, especially when we're trying to get some real answers and you say you're a pan-African, so I'm trying to really be like, yo, on some African shit and be like, yo, we're going to let the brother on. But we don't deal with people who fuck with goddamn Abraham, Noah, Isaac, Jacob, Ishmael, or any of that goddamn cracker beast uh-huh. shit of perversion. We don't fuck with none of it, period. So I'm just trying to build a motherfucking bridge. But you you wrong. You goddamn Dolomite out this bit. Well, Dolomite, take their show on the goddamn road. Because we only, our audience don't even give a fuck about none of this shit. My audience more than likely like Brother Born bugging the fuck out. Why the fuck he got this nigga all talking this shit? So now I'm going to stop bugging, family. I'm I'm, going to stop bugging. Leave these niggas like the fuck alone. Hey, nigga, talking about you going to end your career, all that, and I'm starting to hang the phone up. Yeah, I already come with on because you already know he's bringing If I'm telling you to respect, listen, if I'm telling you to respect your mama, motherfucker, you going to talk against that? Stop being a dick. What the fuck is going on? Now, now y'all see out there, 
Why you got to leave these niggas alone? You can't even be a good African. Try to build no African unity with him. It can fly right out his goddamn mouth like he about to come slap me. <laughs> nah, he ain't about to do shit. No way, Jose. That ain't happening. That's real talk. This, this is love Mary over here. Like, listen, I, I, ain't, I can't tolerate disrespecting my, my, my G, though, man. That's, that's a no-go, bro. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to be like, I was, I really, I'm like, I'm trying to be a, a motherfucking, a real hold. I know you're saying shit that no, nobody agree with. Put on the strength that you say you, you got some Pan-African views. Come on, man. Come on, man, and try to get this explained to us. This is what she, now, the morality and the Torah, you see this, what that shit give you? Nothing. See this, that shit. That's how you know they ain't got no goddamn morality and none of this shit. When you get a Muslim to go wild like that, goddamn Jew go wild like that, I thought you had the good book. Leave that shit alone. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> he, just, he, he was talking morality and couldn't display none. Nigga, we see Yeah. That nigga bounced from, he went from Africa to, to the Torah, back to Africa. And they got mad because we spotted his his his, his, his uh, inconsistencies. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They try to throw the shit on us. We got to explain our way out of it. Oh, no, nah, you the one in that shit. You explain how the fuck that shit come up out of here. We don't hear nothing about that. You don't pull no 10 little things. Like, look, you know, don't do nothing to your neighbor. You shouldn't steal. You know, Africans agree with that. All right. All right, this new age bullshit. Right, brother, what he said, what he, what he slick saying is, it's not religion because I'm not really going to church. You know what I'm saying? But I still follow the Bible sometimes. Yeah. This shit like some Jehovah Witness shit, man. That's a Jehovah yeah. Witness shit. These niggas ain't going. These niggas ain't even going to their services like they're supposed to be under their own tenants. You know what I'm saying? Trying to tell us what the fuck we need to be doing. Man, you know, that's, them niggas is dangerous. Them niggas all over the place, man. Them niggas is here, there. They don't ever talk numbers. We never, we, you never hear them talk numbers, you know, at this at this time or, 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 or ages. You know, you know, I wanted to say something real quick. And, and I'm going to say this about his original introduction. And it's something I learned being, being African first, black first, second, and third. And it's this. Anybody who coming off, starts off, in solidarity with you as either an enemy or a person who's a neutral party. That's it. The enemy acts in solidarity when he's defeated, and a neutral party really ain't down for what the fuck you down for. So they they, they put you on a back burner. They not put you on the front lines, though. Mm-hmm. Solidarity. Say that again, Brother Cole. Hold up. Say that again for the people. <laughs> I said the word solidarity is used. Either from your enemy or a neutral party. There's no other position. That, there's no other. You can't play no other position and act in solidarity. And so, you know, your enemy, if they're defeated, they act in solidarity with you. And a neutral party acts in solidarity because they have no intentions on playing a role in what it is you're about. Mm. That's it. And, and and one of the things I find solidarity applies to to when we're dealing with ourselves, right, black people, 
those who act in solidarity usually are crackers, to be honest with you, because they know they can't fight on the front lines with, with, their, with their white brethren, and they know they're not going to be accepted on our side. But then you got these religious nuts, and, again, he, slant, he, he don't realize he's a contradiction of himself by claiming to be a Pan-African, and then, you know, he's defining himself by the Torah and the, and the Ten Commandments. That you lying to you lying to yourself. So to be coming up here trying to apply um, a pseudo universal truth based off of stuff off of your book, like it's the standard for African morals, is some bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Black power. Black power. Black power. Dangerous. Brother mentioned the respect to his mama and then did start up with ten commandments and didn't give no no reference to the forty two his mama gave. Okay. Oh, you know what listen. Yo, that's why I was like, yo, you got about ten more minutes for us to have to open up on. I ain't even gonna give you all the time you're asking for. Because when you tell us you rock the, the Ten Commandments, then we already got forty two that we can use already if you wanna if you wanna play that game that we need to have it like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make motherfucker. <laughs> right. You have fifty-two out of a total of hundred and forty-seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I don't know, but that's how I, yo. The Abrahamic religions will have you believe that you're not even in them no more. You're <laughs> caught up in that paradigm, <laughs> a historic religious framework. I just had this conversation, you know, I just had this type of conversation with someone who deal with some NOI-type teaching, Nation of Islam stuff. And I'm saying, they're like, well, look, you know, Elijah Muhammad taught this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yo, listen, you, we've got to separate the social program from the theology. Social, social, the social program that most honorable Elijah Muhammad had was an excellent social program, cleaning people up get us moving, get our economics together, let's separate, let's segregate, let's be about us. But the theology, though, is based upon the Abrahamic faith, no matter what. So you have to agree with the, with the Bible chronology and the totality of the theology of the Bible. You have to believe in Abraham, Isaac, Noah, Jacob, all of them, in order for you to get to Elijah Muhammad, who is supposed to be in line with those all profit, quote unquote. So no matter what you say at the end of the day, you still have to take that on, and that will make you crazy. This is how I was saying. This is how the NOI, how now they can have members just go ahead and readily deal with L. Ron Hubbard is because they were already set up on a paradigm to still have a crack of deity, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You got. You know, they got Ahmadiyya Islam trapped in there. You got two Qurans that y'all use, you utilize inside of the temple. This is known. This is part of the theology. They they teach this stuff. So once you do that, I got I got the books up here right now that I bought while I was in the NOI temple out of their bookstore. They're all Ahmadiyya Islam type of um, pamphlet, everything. So I'm like, yo, I know that you got to believe in that theology no matter what. You can say social program, social program, but still, behind that social program, you got to crack the God. And that ain't going to hold. I don't care. 
At the end of the day, that shit right there got to go. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's the key note of really what was significant about masonry, Freemasonry. When you go in, and at the Freemasonry Lodge, they got the Quran, they got the Bible, and they got the Torah. And through them three factions, it still functions as three mediums to give the, the non-white world something to deal for in terms of white, white folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter what they show you, you can see all that black stuff. Still, your theology, your mind, your psychology that you use to deal with the world is racism, white supremacy. Mm-hmm. So, can't cut that shit. Can't cut But, uh, I've been looking. Uh, did y'all see? Oh, man. It's going to be, y'all. I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad Family came out Thursday, man. You know, it's definitely an excellent show. We debated in African fashion. At the end of the day, we was all in unison, making moves together as one good African family, you know. Uh, that's the that's the good thing about being African. We can definitely have some uh, opinions that are strongly different, strongly, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, black liberation is the theology of the African-centered man and woman. We got time for other theology. With that, I say, you know, it's a strong bill, but I've been looking into some of the things that we spoke about, um, especially the debate-wise and things of that nature. Um, uh, I'm really, you know, I'm looking forward to to the uh, Ahmed Rasquad being at the debate because that would be the only thing that would uh, make me feel like Africa would be uh, properly defended. Akshay. I, I sent the clip out. I hope you have seen that clip from the, the clip that the, 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 the y'all. Shit looking, people looking shaky, man. People looking shaky. People looking real shaky, talking shaky. The damn Hebrews making people look a fool. The guy, the Joker, got clips of Joker saying that Hebrew is the best religion. Got Reggie on. They got Reggie saying that uh, Hebrews are the custodians of the African information. Got him saying it. So you, we, we, come on, man. And these supposed to be people down on the African side over here. It's hard when you got the, the people going against it. Okay, now. You know, I thought the Hebrews were going to be confused. Then we got the crown, essence, ruler, king, Joppy Joe, or the new covenant. Uh, <laughs> head of the, I don't even know what the hell he said. I'm going to shoot Tet, whatever. We got him, and, and I don't know what's going on, but, yo, them jokers got, they up under his feathers about that gang shit. I seen that shit in the little debate clip. That shit right there is going to be, uh, he's emotionally not stable. He's not emotionally stable. You know what I'm saying? And I say that from watching. We, uh, you know, I watched the other Hebrew go wild, right, a Shaw, right? But he went wild. He's still sitting down. His voice loud, his energy hard, but he he don't got, but uh, it seemed like, uh 
the head of the crown could not keep himself from being just wow, just like yo, you overly try, you overly aggressive, and which is fake aggression. Because you're not about to jump over there and jump on one of these Hebrews, man. You're not about to do that. You're going to talk all while. You're talking over them. You know what I mean? They, you know, you, that's, I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel the fix is in. That's what the fuck I'm going to say. Somebody about to fix the fight. Okay, now. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> And I heard our brothers. I heard our brothers Thursday, man. I say, man, I I, I pray that these jokers is not pulling our brothers into no fixed fight because they gonna come rocking. I already know. I'm not playing. Brother Johnson not playing. They gonna they gonna be rocking on all cylinders on their ass. But I just don't want the shit to get thrown, you know, in the end. Brother, just. just Throw the towel in and shit on. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah. I I I I'm telling you, man. Motherfuckers suspect with a lot of sugar in their goddamn tank. Fuck what they hurt. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, man, this whole shit looking crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Y'all speak the truth, King. Speak the truth, shit. The fuck? Yo, did y'all watch that little clip that I sent y'all? That little 30-minute clip? Yo, I watched that. That's what I, I watched it. It was crazy. Yo, a minute into the clip, I said, what the fuck? Soon as nigga grabbed the mic. I said, nigga, this nigga, what the fuck? Who holds the mic like that? I'll go back. Remind it to the one-minute mark. In the got your face. One minute in, I said to myself, who the fuck holds the mic like that? I done grabbed the mic plenty times. Never once have I caressed the mic like that. I don't hold shit like that. So y'all go back and look at this. Maybe it might be me, but see, it ain't me. See, I'm, I'm trained to watch people's body mannerisms, they movements and shit, things of that nature. See, so no matter what the fuck you're saying, if I can look at you, I can see some other shit that you ain't going to tell me. Mm-hmm. So that's what the fuck I'm looking at. Subtle body movements, posturing that are extra effeminate in nature. <laughs> <laughs> So I watch for them things. I always, I always, like, damn, something just, something, mmm, 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 something not right about that. Something not right about that. And, that, and they hit that shit again. That little, uh, the, the Hebrew hit it in there. It was like, yo, man, what you always with this gang shit, man? They trying to act like you some, man, you ain't like, you ain't about that. Like, everybody want to hear that much, man. Everybody want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? And some was on him and had him heated. And see, he had, he had polite, heated, like, personally touched him. Like, when a nigga tell a lie and you don't want nobody to tell that you, he, you know, he, you told a lie, but then there's a nigga in there that know you telling a motherfucking lie, and then he busts you out, but don't nobody else really know if y'all lying or not. 
So you got to fight extra hard against him saying that you lying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the first indication right there, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That um, it's the same thing like when nigga barking or something. You know what I mean? And, and, and you catch wind of the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Some you know some slack on him or whatnot. He know you got that slack. You know that's street shit. And, and, and you're right, you're right. So I ain't seen the clip, but I'm, I'm pretty much you said you want the nigga body language. A nigga don't get mad at, at, at some that don't hold weight. Exactly. That don't hold no weight. You ain't gonna get angry with him. They tell you you ain't no. If you knew you was begging, if they can tell me that I was, man, I ain't, nigga, you couldn't even. I'm going to laugh at you. It's not going to affect me like that because I know what the fuck I do. I know what I do. You, mind it, but you ain't got to stand up for it so hard. And, and the brother was making that point. You always try to bring that out like it's something. It works something. Like that shit's something. And like, that shit is. That's a, that's a telltale sign, man. I'm telling you, man. People you be on that shit. That nigga flogging. Yo, the Hebrew Hebrew said he's going to G check him. The Hebrew said, yo, listen, man, I'm bringing the big homie to the goddamn debate, man. They make him G check him. The big homie from out there in Brooklyn. Who came in from Cali to Brooklyn and set it off there? Mm. He said he bringing them and and he want you know he gonna have to yo what's that lingo you gonna have to spit that lingo right there me hear that let me spit that lingo man if you don't know that lingo then man we might have to eat your food in here man. I see, I see, just, I see. I look for subtle. You know, we call them transformers in California, but, but we look for subtle, subtle, subtle personality traits before it get to that. The nigga is a shyster. He was trained by a shyster because, and that's a Jew, because the nigga's a slash, slash this. It ain't never wrong being a slash this, that slash. But he, he doing it in the name of a quick buck. Mm-hmm. My, my little brother told me the realest shit in the world as a younger brother. He said, whenever you take a shortcut, you end up getting cut short. You ever notice that? And I was like, damn, you smart, little nigga. Go ahead. You feel me? And, 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 and this is the, the apparent moralism of this nigga, um, polite, a pimp named polite. You know what I'm saying? The ability to manipulate a little bit, whether it be as a pimp, whether it be. And ain't nothing wrong with being, you know what I'm saying? That's what you, that's you do. But ain't no slash this, slash that, like street cats would say. You know what I'm saying? It's a line of integrity you got to draw. So you don't get too Especially when it's a personality game you're playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, it, and now, Mick exactly what you were saying was what the goddamn Hebrew was hitting them with. You in this, you in how you going to be this? What the hell is this, man? What are you playing? Yo, that's why I was saying that, yo, they problem going to be a different problem in the debate. It ain't going to be based on archaeology. None of that, the linguistics, but they're going they to hit them in the morals. They're going to run after, they're going to run, jump right after Polite and Shaka. Jump right on them two. And, mm-hmm. ride, and just try to ride down them into whatever place they want. They're going to try to hit Jonathan with, look, yo, listen, we want to see one of y'all really rock that metal netter. We don't want to hear nothing. We want to see that metal netter just getting red. Boom, boom, boom. Once he clear that up, 
They ain't going to be able to really rock nothing, though. That's going to be silent. Then they're going to get into, well, if y'all got a system, what about the moralities and all that shit? And then they're going to get into Then they're going to get into soccer because they're going to pull that shit. See, like, uh, it's online right now. This shit is found out a day where he was saying uh, uh, polite, I mean, soccer was kind of funny, like, saying that he was fruity. He might be, he might be a gay person that snuck in and nigga wearing weave and all that shit. See, that shit is on the record. It's on the record. You can't take that back. So that shit going to play a factor. Y'all willing to compromise like that? Mm-hmm. Just to get a win? Y'all willing to compromise? Y'all willing to roll with this? Come on. So that's the that's the shit that they that's the shit that they hitting on. That's the shit I can see it. They, they what you call it said, uh what you call it was already saying that look, uh Sonata was already saying, look, man, if we looked at the Bible how the Hebrews did, then we could be able to use how they make it all black. You know what I'm saying? So see they playing on all that. They're gonna use all that shit. That fool that was on mentioned that. And, see, to me, um, that plays into keeping you ignorant as a, as a person because at the end of the day, uh, you cannot live out morality if your mind itself is um, void, of, <clears throat> void of knowledge, if your mind is, itself is void of structure through studying. You do studying, and knowledge itself, you get discipline. Now, that's the shit. They want to do it backwards. They want to say it's all about morality as if that you would be able to walk that thin line with a flawed mind, with a mind that is underdeveloped. And that's that bullshit. And, Brother Bourne, I want to know if you piece something, too, that all of them, Shaka, Reggie, uh, Polite, and Sarnetta, nobody had on red, black, and green. Nobody had on a, uh, not that, you know, I'm saying it means something, but it means something. I mean, yeah, oh, nobody Yeah. I didn't see nobody with no RB, no red, black, and green. Reggie might have had an uncle on. I don't recollect. No, I got him right now. He ain't got shit out. Oh, okay. Then what you, well, you, you want to put? I didn't, and I did not know I didn't see no RBG. All I seen was the crown colors, man. They got the purple, red, and blue. They with new company. I see the new company, the crown colors. Yeah, and, and, and that's 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 really what niggas see. That's really what niggas see. That um, polite been able to get them niggas. And ain't nothing wrong with getting your money, but every nigga got his bag. And see, he got them niggas all out of line. You got a suit tech sh- shaving his hair, looking like a, cra- a cracker from, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, um, what is it, sports, uh, uh, ESPN, talking about, you know what I'm saying, an uh, uh, economic plan. And this really not put in the African center light because, and like the sister said, ain't no African propaganda. It's confusing. And it's going to confuse you eventually. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Eventually, you start out. You start out black power, but then cracker propaganda. Its symbols is always around. 
So it's easy for you to get misled. You know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you just start chasing paper. And I'm doing it what? Now, you're right about that. Because it, under the guise of black power, we go after the economics, but when you have the signs and symbols of Caucasian capitalism always around, you're going to endear yourself to those signs and symbols. And my brother boy, he's right. I was incorrect. Reggie had on a little African uh, uh, emblem, red, black, little medallion or something. Yeah, medallion. That's right. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he had on something. I thought he had on a little medallion or something, but I couldn't be sure what it was. Mm-hmm. But you know, all in all, like I'm gonna say this. I, I I think Brother Reggie might be more sincere in his study. I want to see this book that Shocker got. Because, see, like, yo, so I never put too much shit out there when he did that interview on um, Arasho. Mm-hmm. He put too much out there where it's like, damn, son, begging you to get on and whoop, 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 whoop. And like I said earlier, yo, Shocker using Dr. Walter Williams' work. Motherfuckers acting like Dr. Walter Williams is out of his goddamn mind, but the motherfuckers that y'all talking about is worth something. They ain't worth shit if you take away Dr. Walter Williams' work. Yeah. So now, the fuck, the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I'm like, damn, what, what, what kind of shit is this? Well, damn, you know, I got this. Now, I, I got the um, origins of Christianity. I'm going to get this origins of Islam. You know, I got it on, on what you call it, though. I don't have it in hard book cover, which is one thing that I just hate not having in hard book cover. So I got to get the hard book. But I'm like, yo, how you take a man's work, use it, but then people don't really know that you're using it, so they pretend like the elder don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, why you don't cite and defend him? That's basically what it is. Why you don't cite and defend your re- your references? Like like I did, you know, that's the only two faults I got with Bud Johnson. Nigga, you, you why would you even write a rebuttal first off on Walter Williams and second off but he even gave me he gave me solid answers, strictly a business venture. Well we got polite it 'cause I even put I even put it out there in terms of scholastic shit. I said, you know, why would you well, you know, being that polite guy, you know, kinda of lost it enough. He did lose the Hebrew nigga. Why would you want him on your debate at all or even, you know, very present it kind of, it 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 kind of be clouding your judgment, wouldn't it? Or, or not clouding your kind of casting the cloud of your greatness. You see what I'm saying? He said, "Nah, right? It's gonna be a battle. I've done this before. I freestyle before. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You with the you with you know what I mean? You with the perfect freestyle artist, polite. So this they're not going there for scholarship. They're going there, man, for recognition and variety. Mm-hmm." And the sad thing is that they legitimized the Nuwabian bullshit of polite under the garb of uh, African sentiments and shit. You know, that's what I'm, I'm really troubled by, you know. And, and I'm offended on, on behalf of the general on that real tip. And that's just how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sister, Sister Camille got the highest honor today. I heard it. I heard the word. They said Sister Camille sound like the goddamn that's a woman saw Rasu and steady. I said one day, I sound like the black woman saw Rasu and steady. You can't get around her. You cut your 
said, well, listen, I said, I don't know about what y'all think. I said, but I'm telling you right now, that ain't nothing but a goddamn compliment. Trust me on that. Hey, no. I'm hey, like, like, you like, yo, you know how I feel about the general goddamn. She's like, yo, she don't want to give nobody no slack, no, 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 not a piece, not a inch, nothing. God, that's look, I said, that's what y'all expect. That's what y'all expect. I said, it got to be somebody strong. It got to be somebody strong with all the men back weak. Got to be somebody strong. You got to have mama over here steadily telling y'all that look, no matter what the fuck y'all over there talking about, remember this. Mm-hmm. And I ain't going, and I'm not going back off at this point. I, I didn't let these jokers know. I said, listen, man, you know a lot of conversation that y'all be having. I'm like, the sisters can't even get on this shit. I said, because the sisters gonna be straight up like, yo, man, nobody want to hear that shit. Nobody want to hear that fucking Abraham shit. Nobody want to hear that shit. They, I'm like, they cut your ass off quicker than anybody else. And I don't hurt it several times. Mm-hmm. I say. Mm-hmm. She bring the truth out. She bring the truth out for sister Camille. She be she jump right in on it. And, and a lot of times you get to see if the niggas respect for his gentlemen as well. A lot of times niggas fall like a deck of cards. You know what I mean? It's folded yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on here. Yo, I remember one time we had, I don't know what religious nut we had on one time. That's when we just stopped having the nuts up there for just mad long. We just stopped having them. Mm-hmm. And sister say, hold up, man. What the hell is this? I'm done this beat on the game. What the hell are you doing up here? So, see? See, this is what I'm talking about. See, because sisters, I want to hear none of that shit. Once they find out that that shit bullshit, they don't have no reason to entertain any part of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Chopping your ass up. So, you know, it's understandable. Y'all don't want to get any... Just be aware, motherfucker. There's sharks in the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, you know, <laughs> the thing is, Brother Bourne, and, and, and I, I want to thank y'all, brothers, because um, y'all real men. Y'all, y'all allow me to be me, and, and that means a lot to me, you know. But I can no longer, like Dr. Khalid Muhammad said in, in, in the Phil Donahue show, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, we've we, we, we given enough already. We can't give up no more. That's it. We done tried everything else. Yeah. yeah. So we got a billion people. Look at our people. Mm-hmm. That's we, had no, we had the point of no return. That's time for this shit, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, uh, Brother Cause, what's going on out there on the lines? You know, this open this open mic to you know, it's Saturday, it's Slaughterhouse Saturday. Y'all wanna get it in, come on in here. We'll let let open up the lines uh and make sure there's some of our audience members if they wanted to, they can get on in. But you know, if you if you come in out of line, man, you're getting you're getting the goddamn acts tonight, man. Eight shots early. We'll give you one standing eight, and if you come back in with the same bullshit, you're gonna get the knockout, man. Early. Ding ding. You know, we're going to open it back up. We're going to open it back up, Brother Cause, but you know, hopefully people understand the, the, the rules right now. We're not playing that other shit. Already. Man. Come correct or don't come at all. <laughs> don't come at all. Yeah, man. <laughs> don't come the fuck at all. Try to straight it up. 
But I'm telling you, my sister Camille did the did the damn powerhouse on the Joker's mind. You know, uh, it was just a it was just too hilarious. You know what I mean? They they oh, the brother tried to create just told me what was happening. I said, all right, man, I ain't got time for that shit, man. Y'all crazy anyway. You crazy. You crazy. You know, you you don't know how. You don't know how to dial. I'm with. I'm. I'm not going to date. I'm not going. Yo, man, sister, sir, we going on. We on the mic. She go in on me. I'm gonna fall back, man, because I can't win. You can't win. <laughs> if you start an argument with a woman, you ain't gonna win anyway. You can't wow. win. It don't matter if she start the argument. You start the argument. However the fuck it go, you lost, man. You <laughs> just be quiet and then just let her go and then you be quiet, man. Shut the fuck up. That's my, that is, yo, look. You go with that. At the end of the day, you going to look, you know, no matter how you tell it, you're going to look, it's going to look funny. See, now no that's a you, the woman. You, 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 yeah. That's a man that knows a woman. Mm-hmm. She going to always get the last word, so if she if she's speaking the name of Africa, why not let her get the last word? It's going to sound best always, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where's Lewis and Shorty Snow? It's like, I, I just already know. You know, you, you, you got to. You got to fall back, and then you waste your time, then you'll be able to then you'll be able to come back. You're supposed to let her talk, and then if you if you really want to debate with what she's saying, just let her talk for a second and catch and listen. Because you... She might she might be right on ninety nine points, but she's gonna put the one point out there that she might be shaky on you grab hold of that one. Just wait. Because mm-hmm. right. if not, you're gonna lose. But you know, I'm sick of these religious nuts. For certain that I'm trying to drape their religion under an African premise. I I'm I'm offended. I'm tired of it. Whether it's mm-hmm. Islam, Judaism, Christianity, I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. And that's the new thing now. All of this is, see, this is the same thing that they run in with the goddamn, we all African. We all come from Africa now. Well, it, it all comes from Africa. It, it all do. See, don't you see the principles? So once we start saying, look, this is where y'all took that from. Look, 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 look. If, if that's where we got it from, how come you, you don't want to use it like it is? It's been updated. It's modernized. Every fucking dumbass thing they can pull up, look, that's, that's the reason why it's good now. And I'm saying that's the reason why it ain't. Exactly. And if you're telling me it come from Africa, why would I would fuck with that and not mess with where it come from out of Africa? You know, that's so retarded. And when you say it to them, they still don't hear me. Nope. That's propaganda of recruitment they, 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 they use. That's called soliciting. I'm going to come over here soliciting. Because soliciting going 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 to try to bait you in whatever. Oh, oh, it's Africa. I got some African center cologne right here, brother. You know what I'm saying? There ain't wrong with it. But come on, man. Y'all got some Afrocentric. Listen in that religious shit under the under the guise of being Afrocentric, man. <laughs> you're wrong, brother. You're wrong. 
Yo, the girl, you crazy. Yo, no, but that's the real shit, though, son. I got some Afrocentric. I got some Afrocentric, come on, right here. Nubian Kush. Yeah. I got it. Right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it do it do it do us a disservice because it act like you know it, it's like turning the other cheek shit. Like don't don't look at what the what the religion has done in the past. It's, it's, you know we can make it better. We we you know we gotta be honest. with what the sister said when Kalamama said we we tried that role. You know what I'm saying? We owe it to ourselves to to really try something better to create something more better. To you know being that we know that history, let's build another one. Let's let's create another one. Let's leave that alone. No. That, you know, that's now that's the that's where that's the only way that we can go is that we have to build our own. Cannot rely on you. Cannot rely. All right, yeah. You know what? Yeah. All right. We we got that. We understand that. Uh, we understand where our things came from. So we're looking back into that. But you forgot that we are Africans, and Africans easily. Africans easily see. There's something that I learned. Africans easily be like, oh, you know what? Hold up, man. That, that guy right there ain't fucking with us right. I think we need to fuck with this one right here. No, no not that we don't, not that you gone. But we need some new shit over here. So we're going to put you on the bench for a little while. And we're going to get working with this one. Because this is the shit that works. But this is what you know what I mean? Everything for their own situation. So we're we going to have to move on. <clears throat> That's why it's time for Amin again. We need the war deal. Uh, we don't need no knife. We don't need nothing nice. We don't need nothing but Amin and sex medicine. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking for. Because now we have to put it out. No. Yeah, my I always flying. But right now, we don't really want justice. We really want to just wipe everything out to a point where we just got to stop or everything going to be gone. Now, we ain't looking to be just. Not looking for now. Not looking for justice. I ain't, I'm looking for something beyond justice. <clears throat> you know, somebody deserves something beyond and we, we just want uh, retribution. We're looking for retribution. Right, yeah. that's, that's the word, retribution. And all of Marcus Garvey and all those before him. See, that's my other thing with these religion of perversion nuts uh, that are black, you know, sad to say. They have no sense of having to pay retribution on these, relig- how, on these religions of perversion. How can you be a part of a religion that has historically has done horrific damage to your people. Damn near acts of genocide for hundreds of years. How can you forgive that? How can you call yourself a man, an African man, an African woman, a black man, a black woman, and you, you can forgive that? You can act like it ain't happened to you and your people. You can act like this ain't the reason why we got this bullshit religious here today. Come on now. No. You know, that's why our, our conversation is different over here on Feet on the Ground. They wonder why we over here ain't talking 
religion. Oh, you know. The numbers say, look, man, you know why people only the only the select few can fuck with us. So we talking about goddamn some other thing over here. See, we putting out the energy to to eliminate the beat. We ain't putting out the energy to kumbaya with. And people don't like to not they don't want to hear that type of talk. You we we talking that get people in trouble talk. Y'all go get us in trouble talking like that. Also get us. Y'all keep saying stuff like that. Y'all crazy. You, you know, Negroes come over here and tell us, well, why y'all just don't get a bunch of hogs and just slap hogs on yourself when they hear the shit that we talking over here. Because we talking reality, something that in the long run is going to have to happen. You have to start putting yourself in order to get this shit rocking. And they know when you're dealing with this type of information, suddenly every day you're going to be preparing. You're going to be practicing. You're going to be putting that, that time in to go to work, to put that real work in. And people don't want that. Mm-hmm. They don't want it. Them niggas ain't clowning tonight. Niggas looking for the clown show. Them niggas ain't clowning. Nah. They ain't not feeling tonight. They ain't arguing back and forth over whether or not. Niggas, ain't nobody got time to argue with you over whether or not Abraham is no real. Niggas, you come out of nowhere. Niggas, this nigga. All right, niggas. That's the fucking coke is knowing. It's a cracker story. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> case fucking is done. Done. Case done. Okay, I don't have to worry about whether or not this. Yo, this was my thing of the day. If only want me to worry about whether or not a Quran was made in 600 AD or not. 600 CE or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm saying, nigga, why do I have to worry about whether or not somebody make a Quran for 600 CE? Hold on, hold on, blah. Why do I got to do that when I already know Abraham's faith? Yeah, I already discounted the whole book already. I'm already way back here beating that shit up. We ain't even got to the Septuagint. We don't even want to jump on that. I'm jumping on Noah. Once I got Noah fucked up, then... The rest of your story falls to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Wow. The whole damn story is full of shit. <laughs> exactly. And that's how I like to attack them. I'm like, I ain't going to attack you with all that, with, with whether or not you had a script. And, <laughs> uh, I don't give a fuck if you had a script, what you were writing down. None of that shit don't mean shit to me. Your whole fucking story is garbage. Now, deal with that. Deal with some real history instead of Bible history because that's the only fucking history they got. Nobody has a fucking real history except for Africans, it seems like. Until you start to, until later on and fucking, until later on when there's almost everybody's on the planet now. Now yeah. you got history for everybody. But besides that, nobody else got it. So that's why they use this Bible shit, no matter who, who they are. They all use it because when they go back into their own cultures, they can't find shit worth nothing. Mm. Black power. Black power on that home team. Mm-hmm. Nick Kimberly was talking to one of his little homies, though, didn't he? Why? <laughs> you got to get your ass off the air with that, partner. We saw it over here. We're being courteous. See, you can't be courteous. See, that's how they came into Egypt if we even go with the, the lie. They still come in that spirit of that myth. And see, this time, though, see, this time, 
This time, this time they came in. See, this time, though, we already, we know how the fuck they do. So mm-hmm. while I'm sitting at the door saying, listen, man, hold up. We're going to check how you wish. We, all the armed guards is all surrounding this motherfucker immediately. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on in. Come on in. As soon as you get in the door, it's still 100 guns on you. Mm-hmm. We called you. You want something to eat? Sit down. 100 guns on you. We ain't even gonna frisk you. We just, we just, we, you know what I'm saying? We want you to grab it, nigga. We ain't gonna. <laughs> we didn't even frisk you. They got the honey guns on you. Move, funny. We killing you. Dead. And that's what happened today. See, sir? I let him in, but he didn't know it was the honey guns on him. Mm-hmm. He, he started to veer off. You going, look, man, we say go to the bathroom. You head to the kitchen. Sister Camille was already on his head. Ah, what the fuck is you doing over there? Look, you line your shit up because you was talking some other shit, nigga. And you're wandering off into areas that we ain't fucking with. You just out of bounds. Now, come on back. I was getting the meat cleaver ready and everything. Yeah. I said, oh, man, we're going to have to chop him up. Here we go. And he wouldn't even get a good discourse. See, that's how, but you know what? That was funny because he came on the show last Thursday with Jonathan and them, and that boy, and, they, and Unk asked him that one goddamn question, and he laughed and giggled and giggled and went all around the goddamn board without giving an answer. That's the same nigga? Nah. Nah, I'm giving an answer. So, and I didn't know he was going to call into that show, but like I said earlier in the week, he was running shit about being a pan-African Torah keeper, and I'm like, what in the hell? What like, what is that, man? I've never heard of no shit like that, man. So I'm willing to listen. That's why I'm willing to hear what you got to say because I really wanted, I really wanted to hear what the fuck he had to say about that and be able to question him on pan-Africanism because I wasn't even going to touch that silly Torah shit. I was going to dump it to the mind state of how can you psychologically be attached to being a pan-African nationalist and still hold on to biblical rhetoric. Because now, they, now, they, now, they do got factions of that, but show you how much they don't even fucking know about it. Like, for example, my grandma was AME. Yeah. When she died, she died with the uh, Uganda flag on, on her shroud. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think, and that's the oldest faction of Christianity. I think for uh, over here on the western part of, uh, of the world, in terms of America, I think that's like seventeen something. Somebody can look yeah, at that data. But AMA. yeah, and they hold some more in the community and do more in terms of being black than these motherfuckers is. Who the fuck is you niggas? But you know, it come out of the enslavement aspect of this where. They had that religion forced on them, but they decided to hold on to their Africanness despite the condition that they found themselves in, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so today we don't have that excuse. Out of respect to them, we should throw them shit to the trash can. Yep, that, and, and you know what, Sister Camille, that's why I'm, I'm like, yo, I understand how our people used it 200 years ago, 150 years ago, 100 years ago. But in 2014, yo, I just asked a joker to dick. This is what I'm saying. Bro. Oh, I'm, this but, 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 that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in California, California is 
we're going to test you to see exactly if you're just going to stand on what the fuck you say you are. It, it, brother, 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 uh, hey, we're on the line of Brother Little. They know what I'm talking about, right? It got for real. If, if you say that's right, what you yeah, nigga, just do that. Be that, right? So if you say that you're going to be a Hebrew, be one, right? But I'm saying I don't work with an AME faction before I work with a Hebrew faction because in terms of sincerity and history, mm-hmm. see the point I'm making? These niggas mm-hmm. ain't even, niggas ain't even going to church like that, man. These niggas ain't even reading the Bible like that. Now, I understand what, you, I understand what you're saying now. That's, that's real. That's real talk right there. Because at least you stand on your motherfucking convictions, man. At least you're a part of what you say that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, you, and you'd rather deal with somebody who wasn't stand on what they say than somebody that you can't never catch where the fuck you're coming from. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. If you a thief, I'm a homie, you know, it's just a homeboy right here. If you're from California, we're like that. You know, it's just a homeboy right here, man. He get down a little bit, man. He really a thief. So, you know, long as you don't have game banging or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, going he going he going he going to basically put his reputation on the line to speak on what you say yours is about. It's on GP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, I understand exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> Yo, now I'm, I'm going to say this, though, right? Just today, man, I'm telling you, I had a conversation. I had a conversation with a brother. And today, brother tells me, um, y'all, um, we talking about we talking about Abraham, and I said, "Yo, well, well, do you think that Abraham was a real character?" And the joke said, "Um, um, 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 um. Well, um." And I said, "See, that's what and that's what this goddamn that's what theology do. That you cannot because you attach to certain other people, you can't get rid of certain things, and that shit will turn you." Turn you into a, you know, oh, that man's gonna turn you into a goddamn slave, man. I, you know, you know, 2014. If you 40 years and younger, you 40 years and under, 2014, you got to start coming up out of that paradigm or that damn or, or the book is is unfallible. You got to this 2014. There's enough historical data. To discredit some things and give credit to other things, but you just can't keep on running that. If you um in 2014 and you say that you conscious, and I gotta really, I really gotta start. I, I really got it already. I'm not conscious anyway. I'm not. So, <laughs> I'm African and active. I ain't conscious. I don't. That's how. We got to study, we got to move ourselves more and more away from the conscious community and more to the African activists. That's it. Because the conscious community is gonna kill us with with uh they gonna they're gonna kill us with I don't with with goddamn nonsense. They're gonna kill us with nonsense, man. They got it. you could be conscious and still believe that Noah was an actual real character, man. You can be conscious and believe that the world flooded all the way over the whole world. So much water that even Mount Everest was covered. You can be conscious and believe that. You can be conscious and say, you know, there was Atlantis and people was made in Atlantis. You know what I mean? This is the type of shit you can still be conscious and say. You can be conscious and say that, well, people went all the way back to Pangea 
And then we started breaking up, and that's how, what? What? You telling me you got history for Pangea, but you don't got history for Abraham? Where the fuck world is this, man? You got you got you got history for Atlantis, but you ain't got no history on on goddamn Jacob, Isaac, Ishmael. Ain't got no bones for that. But you're gonna tell me the history of, of 15 million years ago, directly, accurate, accurate history. Don't try that shit. So that's why I got to disavow myself of some of this conscious shit because that's unconscious to me. That's unconscious to both to even tell somebody some shit like that. Where are where is your fucking where are you at in your African venture or in your just uh, uh, self awareness and self acceptance when you are still willing to accept things of that nature, man? That's the, it's, you know, it's unverifiable. So you don't tell people that shit. I think people came from a man cave. Oh, you never tell nobody no shit like that. Man, I'm Atlantic. So, so these young kids laugh me right the fuck out. They think, nigga, what? Atlantic? They gonna find out one shred of this goddamn shit. Atlantic? You know what he said? He lost his mind. They be like, the guy done really went crazy, yo. The guy done really went crazy. He took my Atlantic. He, he up under the ground. This nigga talking about all type of shit. Uh, what the other? What's the other shit up under the ground? Lemuria. I'm quoting Zachariah stitching the niggas. It's gonna kill you in the end of the day. So, Team African, we pull ourselves together, move forward into the future. Black Powell. So you know what it is. It's uh, Slaughterhouse Saturday. So I know, you know, I know it's people out there listening in. You know what I mean? If y'all want to uh, tune in, you know, you want to chime in. You get to the time in. We had to, uh, you know, we, we had a guest in, but, you know, he swiftly made his exit. You know what I mean? Like the road runner. He came in flapping, and his feet went right off the ground, so we had to cut the cord. And let it throw it away. Black <laughs> So anyway, what's going on? What else going on out there, family? You know, we got a lot of things happening out there in the world. Um, I seen, I seen these. Uh, I seen some Arabs just whopping some police down out there in England. This is a new thing is to show police getting killed all across the news. It's a new thing now. Let's, let's make everybody into a let's make everybody into a suspect. And when police get out there and start shooting at you, they just say, Look, it was justified, people killing police. Uh-huh. Propaganda machine at work. Already. Y'all see what it was? It was two A-Rabs, one black dude, and some crazy-looking white girl. Uh, we could just say three crackers and a brother. And three men is dead, and one woman is supposed to be on the on the run. And that's in France. 
and you know they got the lockdown down out there. I don't know how this brother's face get in the mix of this stuff. They got to, got to be only got to be one of us in the mix of this. Got to have our face in there. We got to be part of the boogeyman trio. Well, look, look for this article. Find, find it, pull it, and pull it on in. But um, what else? I, what else I wanted to tell you? Damn. I mean, he just, he just fucked it up. I, I had questions for this joke. Fuck my groove up tonight, man. I, was, uh, I have some good questions, man. Uh, brother, brother, what's been going on out there in SoCal? Please, please. Oh, uh, brother, I've just been chilling with the fam lately, brother. That's all I've been on. No doubt. I've seen a couple of things that you've been dropping, man. I've seen a couple of articles that you dropped to the family. Yeah, man, I've been studying on that, that occult, man, and uh, that Saturn shit and how, uh, you know, basically Saturn is the god of the Bible. I ain't trying to bust nobody flame with that, though, right now, you know. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's all. Yeah, that Saturnalia is something else. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a hell of a situation. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but I'm on a, I'm on at a coat tip right now, man. I'm trying to see, you know, what's they all spark, man. No doubt, no doubt. You said the all spark. That's not like the shit off the Transformers. Yeah, man, that's just, man, all that shit is propaganda, man. Remember the first Transformers? They had the cube of Saturn up in there, floating down from space? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Saturn's the cube, that Kabbalah cube, that cube, the Islam cube. That's that black stone, the Kabbalah stone. Yup, the cube, already. All right. So, you know, that's that's Yahweh, that's that's Jehovah, that's all that, that's Saturn. You know mm-hmm. That's why Masons use three books, three books of Saturn, 33 degrees of Saturn, all knowledge of Saturn, mm-hmm. time and space. So I was like, oh, okay. Now, like, that was the missing link for me to make now, now you know, because I know everything was astrological as a, as above, so below. So I started thinking, like, what the hell was our ancestors really speaking on that? As above and so below. You know, yeah. so that's what I'm on. I'm trying to get real that's, knowledge, man. That's the um, that's the twelve laws of the universe, brother. I, I, but those those are you know laws that man can perceive with his five senses throughout you know recorded time. What you know, like the law of vibration, the law of correspondence, the law of cause and effect. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, you're right. That's what I'm, um, yeah, that's what I'm on right now, bro. Yeah, 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 you, you, um, you, you get into, see, when you, when you, when you go into that, you get more into what Europeans are uh, studying, um, Tahuti under, under the term thought. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, Black Power. You on? See, you on. That's why I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to catch up, bro. I'm trying to catch up, though. Mm-hmm. Dealing with European philosophy, you know what I'm saying? Really, really, really and that's good. All, all of this shit 
Yeah, you get a window view of how they how they try to interpret the information. What you know, what I'm saying what their view was. So you you were you on, and that, and that's that's what yeah. And I just be sitting back right now, and I really could see how everybody just be reciting Eurocentric shit, and they don't even know. Now let me hold up. You saying now? Let me get this book. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the name of a a book right now that that you should uh, you know. I don't know if you might got it, but if you don't. Take a chance if you can get it. Look into it. Let me see here. Uh, uh, the Antichrist, 666. It's, it's, uh, who, uh, who wrote that, boss? It's uh, from a Teach Services Incorporated. Let me see who they are. Compiled, ah, uh, shit. I'm going to rip the damn page. Compiled by, it's a compilation of different of different works, though. Okay. Damn. William somebody, William Josiah somebody. Let me see if I can find it somewhere else. Because the front page on it is, is ripped. Yeah, man. So I've just been on that, man, learning how, you know, they elf waves with the elves, you feel me? That Saturn's little elves, that's the angels, the little shit. So, you know, uh, you know, trying to crack this crack of code, you feel me? Yeah, oh, all right. It's William Josiah Sutton. William Josiah Sutton? Uh-huh. No, I, I ain't never heard of that one, black man. Yeah. Check, check him out. Check him out. Check us at uh, Antichrist Triple Six. Yup. Alright. On the front, it's a T of 10. T E I T A N. And they give a numerical values of it and it adds up to 666. Alright. Yeah, man. So, you know, I like getting to the root of the issue, man. You know what I mean? So that's that, that, that's what a brother on. I'm trying to catch up to brother, make make a rock, you know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying in terms of um, they don't really talk. Europeans don't really dig into it. That's really like 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 during the um scientific revolution age, when Europeans started really. I be bringing that shit to some other Europeans. They be looking at me, be the elder crackers. I can sit down and, 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 and get some information out of by asking certain questions. You know what I mean? That appeal to their ego, and they just be, you know, you know how we do. You know, black men not uh-huh. a not a kid of them white folks make the white folks feel secure. And, you know, they uh-huh. ain't that. You leave. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Look at the truth, black man. I gotta go, white man. It's time to get away from your savage ass. You've been around. You've been. Around, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll rub off on you. You don't want you acting good. You feel? Oh, don't worry. They'll lose that shit as soon as you leave, bro. You feel? Yeah. Me? Yeah. You're right. As soon as you leave, they they turn straight beastly. They go straight back to beast. Yeah. <laughs> also, in pseudo nigger culture right now too, where you got wiggers and all these other motherfuckers. They want to be niggers, but they don't want to be niggers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I call them that. That's the Cali white boy. That's what I call them, man. 
Yeah. What Paul Mooney say, everybody want to be black, but don't nobody want to be black. Now, wait until they start hanging niggas again. Then we'll really see who is black. That'll never happen. That'll never happen again, brother. I'm sorry. You feel me? Not long as Captain Africa and the Black African, my our Justice League is on the team, baby. It'd be hell over hey, uh, Captain Africa, though. Yeah, I meant to tell you, uh, actually, what, what was old boy you were talking about, though? Jules O'Hoo? Jules O'Hoo? Huh? Uh, Jules O'Pert or some shit like that? Yeah, Jules O'Pert. Jules O'Pert? Yep. Yeah, man, I want to look that up, home team. Look at me, you by a computer now? Uh, I just don't got it on. Okay. Anybody else buy one? Uh-huh. I got my phone, though. What's up? What you got? Type his name and go to Google Scholar. It's, and it's one of his articles dealing with Sumeria. You're going to see a lot of biblical shit. But, 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 don't even, don't even do that. Don't even do that. Don't even go for, before you do that. At least get know who the nigga is first. So go go click on Google, uh, go to Google first, and then type his name in, and then click on that Jewish encyclopedia link. All right. So we can hear about what other Jews say about their other Jews. You know, how do other Jews reference other Jews? Now, Jews O Pert O P E R T. Uh, it's two P's, P-P-E-R-T's. P-P-E-R-T's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, here this motherfucker is right here. Yeah, go to the, go to the Cyclopedia one, and then look, after you read this uh, uh, illustrious ass uh, autobiography, look, look, look what he's really known for writing, and look at that French linguist book, and look at the date on that motherfucker. So he's a French-German Assyriologist? And the Syriologists. Now, where is Syria at? Syria is in the Bible. We talking about Samaria. All that shit the same. If you notice, when you look at the, you gotta look at the geography. The names to just keep changing: Samaria, Acadia, uh, 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 Babylon. All that shit. All of them niggas. Even the Persians. They all get referenced to that motherfucking area. That area right now is Iraq. Feel me? Yo, so in eighteen fifty one he joined the French archaeological mission to Mesopotamia and Medea under uh Fu Fugents Frenzel? Man, I don't know this cracker name. No, that's 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 that's, 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 that's uh, uh probably an English word. Get that date though, get that date. Uh on his return in eighteen fifty four Hold on, 1854. Now, somebody look up Chad Polian and see when he translated these two Frenchmen, when he translated Egypt, around 18-something, right? What's the, what, what's the nigga name? Champollion? Champollion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Champollion. Now, keep going. Keep reading, baby. I'm sorry. Oh, keep going. Keep reading no perks. Keep reading no perks. That shit kind of interesting, huh? Yeah. Look, 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 read, look, keep, keep reading about his lectures. Didn't they get a nigga some money? Well, a, a prize for his language interpretation and shit by the British. They said, come on up here. We're going to get a nigga back. The fat ass little prize he won. 
Man, go back to that motherfucker. Hold up. Yeah, yeah, read that first. I'm, I'm giving you too much uh, information at one time. My bad. Take our time. We got we got a whole show. <laughs> uh, I, wanted to, I, I wanted to read that joint because I had read something about the, uh, the small fucking uniform. Yeah, he's right, right. go back to him his interpretation of the cuneiform as well. That's what he that's what he's really known for, the cuneiform right, translation. Here it is right here, here it is right here. On his return in eighteen fifty four, right, all right, let me rewind, rewind people. In eighteen fifty one, he joined the French archaeological missions to Mesopotamia and Medea under Fugilance Frenzel. On his return in eighteen fifty four he was naturalized as a French citizen in recognition of his services. He occupied himself with analyzing the results of the expedition with special attention to the cuneiform inscriptions he had collected. So in 1855, he published uh, he published some shit. I can't pronounce that. People. He published uh, some little uh, equator. And a ring, and a ring. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucked that one up. Y'all can check that one though. 1855, he published that thing, advancing the theory that the language spoken originally in Assyria was Turanian, related to Turkish and Mongolian, resident or Aryan or Semitic in origin, and that its speaker had invented the cuneiform writing. Although the classification of the Cassiopeia's uh, Scavian inscriptions as Turanian would later be rejected by scholars, research which confirmed Opert in his identification of the distinctness of the Sumerian language, as he renamed it in 1869 and the origin of its script. This motherfucker here, huh? So in 1867, he was appointed professor of Sanskrit and comparative philology in the School of Languages connected with the National Library of France. And and in this capacity, he produced his Grammaire Sanskrit, 1859, but his attention was chiefly given to Assyrian and cognate subjects. His account of the Frisal mission and the results of his uh, consequent study were were published as Expedition Scientifique in Mesopotamia, 1859 through 1863 in the second volume entitled De De Chiferent Des Inscriptions Cuneiforms. In 1865, he published published a history of Assyria and Chaldea. History Des Empires de Chaldea Des Assyria. In the context of new archaeological findings, his Assyrian grammar Elements de la Grammaire Assyrian was published in 1868. In 1869, Opert was appointed professor of Assyrian uh, philology uh, and archaeology at Collège de France. In 1876, Opert began to focus on the antiquities of ancient Medea and his language writings, the people at the Langue des Medines, 1879. In 1881, he was admitted to the Academy of Inscriptions, and in 1890, he was elected to his presidency. He died in Paris August 
That's pretty much his his biography. Now, you see how that nigga got a promotion every year? Yeah. That nigga, huh? Now, if you, I don't mean to throw shots at them niggas, but if you say you're a motherfucking linguist, how you don't know about this man? No, no. Go to the bottom and look. Look at they gonna they gonna, they. And you keep going, you gonna see a book that's gonna say something linguist, ling ling linguist. You gonna be noted for that and got a, a, a prize for that book. That, that that book is like the the, the Rosetta Stone on linguist. But you heard all these translations. That nigga's a, a master of all that shit, basically, right? But he's still a Jew, French, French German. And look, look, read the head of the head of this, the head of that. He overseeing shit. Yeah, so Syrian Chaldean, like he was saying, all that is Bible shit. That's like yeah, he making sure everything falls along with his translation, but overseeing shit. That's why I said, look at Champollion. And Champollion, the French too. So if he was overseeing shit at that time, or if he had students that proceeded, you know what I'm trying to say? They'll still have that type of. Ideology as he did in terms of how this is supposed to fit, and this and it's all coming from France. Why are you not going to that? Yeah, at the bottom it say in his bibliography. Talk about we oh. talking about Abu Squad. These are the same niggas who had a problem with Shaka Indu Kimi. First time I heard, we need that nigga out there because the French got a lot of terrorists on Egypt and all that shit coming from Egypt and Sumeria. So them niggas really they they they, they omit their ignorance by what they choose to argue about, what they ask questions about. Yeah, check this out. I have a question. Uh, Nicola, are you familiar with a Harapolo from the 5th century? Mm-mm. Say it again. Harapolo. H-O-R-A-P-O-L-L-O. What's he connected with? He put out a book called Hieroglyphica. On a what? He, got a, he has a work entitled Hieroglyphica. Oh, oh, I don't know. No, I'm not familiar with it. I'm beyond. No. Uh-uh. What, what year did it come out? Fifth century. The fifth century? The fifth century. No, I'm not to that. No, uh Who is yeah. he? Who is he? What is he, a Greek? A Persian? Uh, hold on, 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 hold on. Because it's going to have that, it's going to have that overtone. Oh, right, they say he was one of the last, now, they say he was one of the last leaders of the ancient Egyptian priesthood at a school in Manitos near Alexandria during the reign of Zeno, A.D. 475 through 491. During who? Zeno. Zeno. In Egypt? Yeah. A.D. 475 to 491. Now, pull up, pull up that conqueror. And what was that conqueror? What was his cultural background? Now, they might have been, been Greek. Might have been Greek around that Greeks. time, eh? more than likely. For the Greeks, for we talking about four. You said four what? Four hundred. A Byzantine. from the Byzantine was uh, let me see, originally named Zeno the Assyrian, uh, Flavio Zeno Augustus. Oh, you uh, uh, the Assyrian, the Assyrian. He never yeah. existed. He never existed. Now it's a us, not not Assyrian, not like Assyria. Is it's a I S A U I N originally named Tereskadosi Resemblance was a Byzantine emperor. 
from 474 to 475, and again from 476 to 491. His reign saw the end of the Western Roman Empire under Julius Nepos. Oh, hold on. B.C. or A.D.? Now, this this is A.D. right here. That's A.D. right here. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. That's A.D. I'm not familiar with so, it, if it was the Byzantine, remember, 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 you got to go back to the um, his history, Zeno associated with the instrument of union promulgated by him and signed by the all-eastern bishops with the design of solving the monophysite controversy. Mm-hmm. Now, only reason, well, the reason I mentioned Heropolo because he had a, uh, from, from, what, from, what they, from what the research is saying, that he had one of the earliest and still functional uh, books that, could, that translated Hieroglyphs, a functional uh, translation. Hieroglyphs. What's the what's the nineteen fifty nine nine nine? That's where you from. Where's he from again? Harapolo. Let me just let me see Harapolo from again. Hold on, 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 but they say he was at a. They say he was part of the priesthood at a school near. Who, who is he first though? Who, before we even get to what he say, who is he? Where's he from? He is. He is from out of right here in Alexandria. Well, near Alexandria. If it's called Alexandria at that point, we talking about a foreigner. Oh, say, they say he was near. It was near. He. He's from a place that was near Alexandria. Alexandria to the north of Egypt, way north. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 keep going. And now uh, he was, uh, um, that's why I say he was one of the last, he was mentioned in by the Suda as one of the last leaders of the ancient Egyptian. Uh, and, and the Suda is, uh, is like a, is, is like a uh, encyclopedia. It's like a Byzantine encyclopedia that was created in the 10th century. And so... We're jumping around with dates. What the 10th century got to do with... I'm just giving where he... That he was also mentioned... I'm giving you... You asked about his background, so I'm giving where he had to mention inside of this dictionary. I mean, inside this encyclopedia okay. where, where he had the mention of his, uh, of his name. But his book was printed fifth century, which is right now is available. It's at uh well it's not available, but it's cataloged um uh, it's cataloged in Laurentia. The point I was asking you that is because he was translating and because we talking about written language and then we talking about us writing about him now, but he was relevant because he got writing then. What was the area in which he was from culturally, in language they were writing and speaking in? And can we look and see the manuscript? In fact, the manuscript, the symbol tree. Yeah, now that's what well, listen, that's why, that's why I pulled, I just sent the article to you. Okay, I sent okay. the article to you. I sent the article to you. I'm not by computer. I'm not by computer. I'm not by computer. Put his name in, put his name into Google Images. See what they, see what they, what, what kind of culture material they're making with, other than that book. Huh? See what kind of culture material 
that we can, we can visually see that they link him with the of significance other than that book in English or whatever. You know what I mean? In terms of, it was it written in old Latin? Was it written in old Persian? Was it written in old, you know? I'm trying to think what was the language the Byzantine Empire was writing in. Now, I'm, I'm trying to think back in my life. I'm kind of high, but both this Kush right there. Well, uh, I ain't fucking ignorant, but <laughs> we can get back to that. But that, that's a good that's a good source you brought up, man. We need to get into that. We can do that in the shit. We got time. Yeah. Well, um, what, that's what just look like that. Let me see. That shit looked like, it looked like, let me get a good, a good view of it. Translated from Egyptian tongue and put it to Greek, the same Greek. The same Greek. That's what it's saying. Okay. And he got more than one book, but from... What the article was saying is that right now, um, what they've been able to translate in this time coincides with a lot of what he had from fifth century. But they didn't know anything about his shit. They just, you know, like his shit was, uh, it was picked up and people was, uh, you read this, let me see, damn, I'm, I'm jumping on two different fucking articles because I'm, I'm trying to look at these pictures at the same time. Look at these images of his of what he put together. I'm gonna see if I can get a copy of this shit. I'm gonna copy of that. I wanna be able to see all the images in there. If it's written in Greek, I'm kinda of skeptical because then that means it gotta be written in Coptic. Yo, I'm going to send y'all this Jules O'Pert thing, man. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talking about Coptic Egyptians. But see, but see, but see he precedes Greek contact with 400. That's kind of, you know what I'm saying? And they say he he provided a symbolic key to almost 200 signs. And I don't think I don't think and I don't think a scholar would be in the north like that in Alexandria. The last scholar would be in Alexandria. Or near Alexandria, I don't, you know, but I got, I got to do some more. I'm, I'm gonna take a link out, but I'm gonna take it out. More mm-hmm. I'm over here trying to make some clones right now. Can you hit me with that too? Yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Y'all check out, uh, check the Gmail. Check out Gmail. But as of right now, in terms of scholarship regarding the translation of, uh, of uh, uh, Sumeria and. and, and the whole, get back to that biblical text, Alec, uh, uh, Jerusalem Perk, man, that motherfucker leading authority, man, overseeing shit. Director, head of director, one year next, one, the next year, next year, that's, that's impeccable. One thing they got to, to the field, I'll Now, with you, boy, we're just dealing with the, um, we're, we're, we're uh, dealing with the conversation from the other day, just dealing with the hieroglyphs and things of that nature. It made me pull out this, this other book when I went and got that book for uh, Brother Soto, The Antichrist. But I got a book on alchemy and mysticism. And one of the uh, important things about, about a book like this is that it's really not about what the hell you're writing. It's only about the signs and symbols. That's mm. what really tells you 
what's happening. That's the story. And so it's it's a lot of uh, glyphs in here that are uh, resembling of glyphs that you would see in ancient in ancient Africa. And so when I pulled it open, I I didn't even you know when I pulled it open, I'm just through it and I and I hit that Harapolo. Got all about it. I got it highlighted. I got him highlighted, but for some reason I just never went back to check on who he was. But when I just now checked on him, I was like, ah, oh, that's interesting. But that's what it was. It was the brother's name was doing. He was looking for some things on the coat, and I was looking for some things on Saturn. Yeah. That's what it was. And in this uh, mysticism, occultic mysticism, Saturn gives off a lot of different energy. It plays a, a major important part in the, the the movement of the world. Actually, they say that you get uh, like, uh, they say like you get primordial water from out of Saturn. <laughs> say that again. Say that again, brother. Moore. Like you know, like you can get the essence of life out of Saturn. Like Saturn has the ability to produce the essence of life in yeah. in, in the form of like of like primordial water. Yeah. Uh, you know what I get from white folks fascinated with Saturn? Just 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 practically when I when I just you know, just, just looking at what's symbolic about Saturn in, in regard to other other planets. It falls in line with their worship because you can see why worship and Saturn fall neck and neck for them, their primitive mind because how Saturn has a ring that orbits it. Mm-hmm. That's how that, that that's the first imagery I got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't about, you know what I'm saying? But that's real, you know, because one of the things is, have you ever looked at uh, what's that? Is that AT and T? AT and T got the rings that that circle it too, like that. A lot of this shit that we get, a lot of signs and symbols and things that we use got the uh, Saturn type of thing. When you see a circle and a ring going around it. That's what the Nike sign is. The Nike sign is not really, it ain't what you think it is. It's not a check. It's a Greek Saturn with that ring going around, but they just take the ball out so you don't really see the ball. All you see is the ring. But if you didn't know that that was a ring, you would think it was a check mark. But if you see, it's not a check, it's rounded. To give you that three-dimensional ring look. Like you see one side, but you can't see the other because the ball is covering it up. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot what they call that. Yeah, they be they don't they don't uh, they hide the whole logo. They hide mm-hmm. the whole image. And that's what the Nike sign is. Shit. The Nike sign is just Saturn. Mhm. And and then that play along with Nike being a wing goddess with the wing. Where all that shit is revolving. That's all they. That's all they own. Like we own Black Power twenty four seven. That's what they own. Saturn twenty four seven. Mhm. But then, for them, if you look, if you look at their the, 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 their signs when they say how the solar system evolves around, you know, we spin around the the sun, right? It's a solar galaxy, right? What's yeah. fascinating about Saturn is you can see the gravitational pull that it has on its moon. 
You see what I'm saying? It's worth it's worth worshiping. It's worth worshiping. I, that's, I, I don't know. I'm, that's just what I'm getting off, off the. Uh, All right. Let me read, let me let me read you this little passage that they got next to this diagram on Saturn. Matter of fact, I got two of them right here, real quick. I'm gonna read these, and these things is all purification because that's what Saturn's supposed to do. They got um, King Danute, whose code name for the green vitriol of the philosophers, the raw materials, is seen here in a vessel called abdominium, which is being heated in the oven. He is taking a sweat bath, which is supposed to free him from the black gall, the Saturnine filth. The process lasts until the skin breaks and a red color appears. Now, that's that's one thing they, they mentioned on Saturn. The other one is taking a sweat bath with Saturn, meant, which is meant is seeing our passage through the earthly veil of tears as a process of purification at the end, which lay the overcoming of the raw nature of the old Adam. Uh, so that's not supposed to be that. It's showing that that. that it's that familiar water. It's, you know, it's that it's that new birthing stage, like you know what I mean, like you getting birth from this point. Mhm. Mhm. And like I said, that's out the book um, Alchemy and Mysticism for the Hermetic um, Museum, Alexander Rowe. Uh, page one. What's that? Page one forty-five. Oh, man. Hey, so brother Mickerard, who's that other cracker we we were supposed to talk about? Champonian. Yep, Champonian. That little image fucked me up. When you go Google images, you see him speculating over the the tomb, the hairstone, um, Ramses the second. Yo, that's just some crazy shit. That's your poker standing on the hand of Ramsey. That's some motherfucking real disrespectful, crazy crack of shit right there, man. That's all he did was speculate, because all he, he was guessing. Mm. That's all he was doing, guessing, but trying to, but him sitting on it indicate conquering. How you going to conquer something that's just before your time, boy? But you do books, you can do that. You can portray a time period when Europeans, you know what I'm saying, were once pharaohs. We know it's a lie, but you, when you control the curriculum of book, when you control writing, boom. Don't fucking think anything, man. Be that fucking 1983. So NASA just built this shit, right? you know. I know they was in the building cameras and have a studio, like you just said. <laughs> Black Power, Black Power. To everybody on the line, you know I see y'all out there. Black Power, welcome to the feet on the ground. We have this slaughterhouse Saturday conversation. It's chopping it up, you know what I mean? We're putting in some good uh, pieces of different works and just doing us some due diligence tonight, you know, pulling a couple books out, putting out some good thoughts, you know what I mean, and, and blasting back at each other, making sure that we sharp. 
Mm-hmm. What you got, Brother Little? So this cracker right here, Champollion, right? It's a big one. the heads of the schools that uh that put um Opert on. What's the date? Yeah, get them dates. What's the dates? What's the date for Old Perks and what's the date for Champollion? Uh, I'm I'm just, I'm scanning this cracker real quick. Let me get on. Take your time, brother. This cracker right here. It's crazy. All right, they only got Wikipedia for this little motherfucker, but. For Champos? Yeah, yeah. Uh, December 4th, 1595 to February 22nd, 1674. He was a French poet and a critic during the Grand Celeste, best known for his role as an organizer and founding member of the Academy, Frank Casey. Champlon uh, acquired considerable prestige as a literary critic, but his own major work, an epic poem of Joan Arc called La, La Pucille, was lampooned by his contemporary Nicolas Bollet Despro. Champlain was born in Paris. His father wanted him to become a uh, uh, not- notary, but his mother, who had known Pierre Rosan had decided otherwise. Early education. At an early age, Champlon began to qualify himself for literature, learning under Nicolas Barbon in French and teaching himself Japanese and Spanish. Tutor. Having finished his studies, Champlon taught Spanish to a young nobleman for a short time before being appointed tutor to the two sons of NHL. Lee Hardy, Sierre de la Trosse, Grand Provost de France, Guyer de, de, de Long Marais. These French is a motherfucker, boy. And Clercy, and Clercy Mansour, uh, man, some French shit. And Constant Le Bure, ED. Collection, Des Milures, Dissertations, Notice as Traits, Particulars. Uh, la Historie de France, Part 4, 1838 to 234. Notes Nicholas Hardy and his son Sebastian inherited in 1595, Grand Provost of France. Attached for the next 17 years to his family and given the responsibility of administering their fortune, he seems to have published nothing during the period, yet have acquired a great reputation for potential. Arthur. His first public work was a preface for the uh, Adon of Giambatti Marino, who printed and published the notorious poem at Paris. This was followed by a translation of Matteo Aliman's novel, Guzman's Di Alafrechi, and by four extremely indifferent odes, one of them addressed to Cardinal Ricciolu. Am I heard that motherfucker before? In a conversation with Richie Lou in about 1632, reported by the Abbey de Olivet, Chaplon maintained the importance of maintaining the unities of time, place, and action, and it is explicitly stated that the doctrine was new to the cardinal and to the poets, 
who were in his pay, rewarded with a pension of a thousand crowns, and from the first an active member of newly constituted academy, Champlon drew up a plan of the grammar and dictionary and compilation of which was to be a principal function of the young institution at Ritueli's command, drew up the sentiments de la Accumador Solicide. To the credit of introducing the law of the dramatic unities into the French literature, has been claimed for many writers and especially for the Abbey Day. Hold on. Are you, you ready from Wikipedia? Go 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 to yeah. Egypt. Go 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 go. He got a lot of career. I think he got a lustrous career. In Egypt? What are you talking about? Champollion translation of the, of the hieroglyphs. All right. Let me go to you. Yes. Wikipedia ain't even uh giving up that info right there. Stop. Uh, what year you say that was 1595 through 1674? Now, listen, Ryan, you're saying that, right? They Now, this the text that I was talking about, hieroglyphica, it was discovered in 1419. And people started to really start using it in the 15th century. It became immensely uh, popular amongst humanists with a first printed edition of text appearing in 1505, translated into Latin in 1517 by Filippo Fasanini, initiating a long sequence of editions and translations from the 18th uh, all the way up to the 18th century. The books, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, there was like, oh, the book's authenticity was called into question. For modern Egyptology regards at least the first book is based on real knowledge of hieroglyphs, although confused and with Baroque symbolism and theological speculation. They're saying that he he was now. This is what I'm saying now. Look, if he was not not to say if it was real or not, but if I'm in the fifth century, right, and I'm coming out of the school, how 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 could you in the 18th century tell? Say that in the fifth century, I was confused about what the hell I'm writing. <clears throat> when I'm here, I'm here close, way closer than you are, and obviously I must know something if I can put this shit together. But I'm confused, and you're right. In the 18th century, you're right. In the 18th century, I'm wrong. In the fifth century. We're coming out. That shit don't listen. That'd be that suspect shit right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the people in them times and them dates don't match up. That's the issue, like you just pointed out. But 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 a little. By power. Look for look for Champollion probably got a different one. You want to put this type of in Champollion in Egypt. Egypt translation. You look for the Rosetta Stone. He put out a couple different things. He's got another book um, ascribed to him. They said they ascribed to him a history of the foundation and antiquities of Alexandria. Also, uh, uh, said he wrote commentaries on Sophocles, uh, uh, Cassius, of Milton, and Homer. Who else? Yo, man, he looks scary, man. Who, Champollion? Hell yeah. Like a gay Frenchman. 
<laughs> he got that. He a Frenchman, so you know he got that Neanderthal brow. <laughs> Motherfucker, give me the creeps. <laughs> Alright, I had to copy that full name. Ain't nowhere. Matter of fact, I have a Glyphica download. Now, let me get the download. Oh, where I get that? Where's the PDF? Right. I got that. I don't want to. They're going to let me look at the whole book online like this. Damn, I ain't buying this. I'm trying to see it. Actually, they really. Thank you. Good. Let me ask you. Yeah. French Academy. It really looks like a Mm-hmm. Definitely Quo Magnus style. Huh. No doubts about it, right? All right. Yeah, I get a chance. Check this check that check that article out. Sacred Sex. Check that out. Sacredsex.com. You know, I'm okay. That's what he was talking about. All right. You know what? I think I had the wrong cracker, man. Well, new. Well, I might just buy it on paperback for three ninety nine. Use one. Yeah, yeah. I had the wrong cracker, black. Okay. That was my bad. That was my bad. That was my bad. They trying to get a used one anyway. Motherfucker look like Wolfgang. Well, no. Very werewolf. Three ninety nine. Sure. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. There it is. Three ninety nine. So December December twenty third, seventeen ninety. So March fourth, eighteen thirty-two, French scholar, theologist, and Orientalist, decipherer of the Egyptian hieroglyphics. Napoleon published the first translations of the Rosetta Stone hieroglyphs in eighteen twenty-two, showing that the writing systems was a combination of phonetic and ideographic signs. All right. Now you now put that thing with now put that thing with old perk eighteen twenty two eighteen twenty two Champollion finally published the first correct translation of the hieroglyphs and the key to the Egyptian grammatical system. Young and all others praised his work. So, all right, let me read the thing on the Egyptian hieroglyphs. It ain't that long. Thomas Young was one of the first to attempt decipherment of the Egyptian hieroglyphs. 
basing his own work on the investigation of Swedish diplomat Johan David Ackerblad. Although he failed to fully decipher the script, Young was able to translate some of the text on the stone, leading the way for Champollion to begin his own investigations. In 1822, Champollion finally published the first correct translation of the hieroglyphs and the key to the Egyptian grammatical system. Young and all the others praise his work. All right, so according to these crackers, Thomas Young tried to decipher it first. Then uh, Swedish diplomat Johan David Alkerberg tried, didn't get nowhere. Then this cracker comes along and supposedly successful. I call bullshit right now, Brother Little. I call bullshit. <laughs> you know why? I'm called bullshit because goddamn Harappolo done showed me this some bullshit. These motherfuckers already had a book giving them the goddamn key to even decode or something. And you because said what, what's, what's Harappolo, 1722? Harappolo, Harappolo was up from the 5th century. His book was republished in 1505, but um, it just people didn't really pick it back up. But in the 18th century, it was around, and it was still rocking. People were still utilizing it. So you're not going to tell me that you got this book already existing. Guys, that you all of a sudden be trying to come up with some, we just got the road that stone now. Let us try to decipher this shit. You already got some shit that's deciphering it. What do you mean? It's being, it's, it's, it's being, they try to discredit it. They can't be discredited. They, they made it plain and simple. This is what they use. That's what they use. They ain't lying. They use this goddamn cracker book from the fifth century, and they told nobody about it. I ain't never even. And I'll tell you, like, like I said, I had this book for a long ass time, and I had his name underlined, but I never really looked into. When I was studying that, I wasn't. I wasn't even thinking about looking into that about no hieroglyphics at that point in time. And, you know, so you know how you just you just touch it and you just keep on moving. But now looking at it and dealing with the story, this was already existing and had already been translated into many a language by the 1800s. So you're not going to be a learned person and have something that you could say, look, there's hieroglyphics in this, and then you're not going to go to a source that's been around for hundreds of years with those same type of signs and symbols. That don't make sense. Not to me anyway. Oh, damn, that's kind of interesting right here. All right. Jean-Francois lived with his brother in Grenoble for several years, and even as a child showed an extraordinary linguistic talent. By the age of 16, he had mastered a dozen languages and had read a paper before the Grenoble Academy concerning the Coptic language. By 20, he could also speak Latin, Greek, Hebrew, Amharic, Sanskrit, Avestan, Pahlavi, Arabic, Syriac, Chaldean, Persian, and Giz, in addition to his native French. In 1809, he became assistant professor of history at Grenoble University. His interest in Oriental languages, especially Coptic, led to his being entrusted with the task of deciphering the writing on the then recently discovered Rosetta Stone, and he spent the years 1822 through 1824 on this t- on this task. His 
1824 work, pursuit, precise, do, system, hieroglyph, hieroglyphic, gave birth to the entire field of modern Egyptology. He also identified the importance of the Turin king list and dated the Denera Zodiac to the Roman period. His interest in Egyptology was originally inspired by Napoleon's Egyptian campaign, 1798-1801. Champollion was subsequently made professor of Egyptology at the College de France. And then after that, it went into a, a Egyptian hieroglyphs, and it got some uh, Franco-Tuscan exp- expedition that he partook in. And, um, okay, you got the Valley of the Kings in this one. So in 1827, this is uh, the Franco-Tuscan expedition. In 1827, Ippolito Rosinelli, considered the founder of Egyptology in Italy, went to Paris for a year in order to improve his knowledge of the method of decipherment proposed by Champollion. The two theologians decided to organize an expedition to Egypt and confirm the validity of the discovery, headed by Champollion and the assistant and assisted by Rosinelli, his first disciple and great friend. The mission was known as the Franco-Tuscan Expedition and was made possible by support of the Grand Duke of uh, Tuscany, Leopold II, and the King of France, Charles Charles X. Uh, on 21st July, 1828, with four members, they boarded the ship E-G-L-E, with that little apostrophe over the shit at uh, Toulon and set sail for Egypt. They traveled upstream along the Nile and studied the exhaustive number of monuments and inscriptions. The expedition led to a post If you keep knowing, if you keep seeing the same reoccurring theme with these linguists, right? They they come off to be polymath in more than one language, right? Uh-huh. Right. Why 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 is that pattern? Because you have to have a familiarity with how the syntax or certain languages function in the spoken language and the written language, and it's good to get familiar with the more the more. You know what I'm trying to say? You have to be active with language. So so you you see that. So you can't take no interpretation from no metanature from a nigga. Who really don't, if he can't speak Latin, you got a question in English. You see what I'm trying to say? Word. Yeah, you got to be more versatile with your lingo. Yeah. To understand, to understand what you're dealing with. Right. Now, in terms of linguists, in the field of linguists, right now, 2015, and, and as a curriculum, and from what the, I learned from going to morning class, that's a women, that's a female-orientated uh, science. Because women, women master language more than we have. And if you look, and if you look, if you're looking for the last, uh, uh, look at Cleopatra, the last Cleopatra. Even though she came out of the, the Ptolemy, she wasn't a Greek. She spoke eight different languages. See what I'm saying? Yeah. We're dealing with politics. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead, brother. Keep reading. Nah, you, you make you making perfect sense though. Uh. 
All right, word. So on July 21st, 1828, with four members, they boarded the ship EGLE at Tualone and set sail for Egypt. They traveled upstream along the Nile and studied an exhaustive number of monuments and inscriptions. The expedition led to a posthumously published extensive monuments, De la Egypt et De la Nubia. 1845, Champollion expedition was blemished by unchecked looting. Most notably, while studying the Valley of the Kings, he damaged KV-17, the tomb of Seti-1, by removing the wall panel of 2.26 by 1.05 millimeter in a corridor, while other elements were removed by his companion Rosinelli of the German expedition of 1845. The scenes are now in the collections of the Lavore, L-O-U-V-R-E, the Museums of Florence and Berlin. During his stay, the Khedive of Egypt, damn, I heard that before, Muhammad Ali Pasha offered the two of bliss standing at the entrance of Luxor Temple to France in 1829, but only one was transported to Paris where it now stands in the plate on the place de la Concorde. Exhausted by his labors during the <laughs> they just look they just admitted to just looting his shit. <laughs> you feel me? Exhausted by his labors during during and after his scientific expedition to Egypt, Champollion died of a uh epileptic attack, a stroke in Paris in eighteen thirty two at the age of forty one. He's buried in Polita Cemetery, a piss on his grave, ain't worried about that. Uh, but the works, he got works. Uh, he got, uh, damn. The Pantheon, Egyptian Collection, this Personages, Mythologies, De La Ancient Egyptians, De Les Monuments, Explanatory Texts and Illustrations by Leon John Joseph Dubois, 1823. We can leak that one. That's crazy. So he got the dictionary Egyptian of hieroglyphs in 1841 posthumously. So posthumously, what? They published that shit after he was dead? Yeah. Yeah, posthumously. They made that shit after he was dead. That's so basically, like you said, he's the Egyptologist then. I, I, I'm kind of doubting this shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> crazy. He's the he's, so yeah. So yeah, you was right, but the Minkara, I mean, shit. Crackers done told on themselves right there. Say that again, brother. I said you was pretty much right. I mean, you know, backing up Doctor uh, Doctor Williams. So what's, uh, what the sister says she uh she not believing what you was what was going on sister Camille what's going on queen sorry <laughs> I'm in the motherland too um <laughs> what I want to say is I'm not believing that shit um you know uh his ability to translate it's fifty fifty for me. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're just taking it for what it is. Let's just say that's what it, you see. What I'm saying, but we we know we know better than that. But you see the reoccurring thing. That's what I wanted to from with, with all these people who say they they they're translating metal nature. That's all I wanted to bring up. He says his shit sound like the other nigga we read, right? And the other nigga sound like the other nigga, right? Okay. Yeah. Yo, yo, listen, just check that link out that I sent out. That means that they all this shit from one goddamn soccer. <laughs> check it out. They they got all this shit from I'm, I'm saying, check just just please check that drain out, man. I'm well, I just ordered the book. I ordered the book. I found it for three ninety nine. <laughs> I, I ordered that shit immediately. Garoppolo, I got to I got to have this because it, it's from you know what I mean. Um, academically, they they um, I haven't seen anything. You know, just reading a few articles. You know, they saying that they can't discredit it. They saying that look, man, his shit is on point. At least, definitely, the whole first book is on point. They All said right. that. Uh, that more than likely that they started trying to create some shit and add it to his shit later. But they said the first half of it is on point. I'm going to check it out and see exactly where he's coming from, get all that information together, because I, I'm saying I'll probably be able to build a solid foundation that, look, man, y'all stole this shit from this crap right here. Mixing and matching. I say. Um, Brother Bourne, um, in the email, I'll be able to link to be able to get that book? Yeah, oh, in the email, um, now the email is to, is just the direct link to the, um, the book, though, is on the e the, the link that I sent you, it is the book for the most part. It doesn't okay. have every piece of the translation in there, though, but it is the book for the most part. Okay. But I was, you know, I I went right to Amazon real quick to see if I could find it, and was able to find one one for three ninety nine. The rest of them started like there was there was thirty dollars. I think I, it might have been one for use for like sixteen dollars. But I know I seen the three ninety nine. Let me take that right now off your hand. Okay, so okay, he's the one using Hathor. I see. Right. Are you looking at it? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He already he on to what you know what if he on to what we see you know like right now that was if that's that's his translation is not far off from what we got certain pieces not far off from what, what we utilize right now. So how am I to say that if that shit was fifth century and republished in 1501? I know. Anybody in academia had that. Not going to not have this shit. You talking about Athena and Nice? So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm looking at is. Now, they might have gave some credit to somebody, but they have pieces of this shit already laying around to already give them the uh, 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 booster on what everybody else didn't have because, you know, this shit was laying around and, and nobody paid it no attention until Napoleon went back up into, into Africa again. When they start pulling that shit out, then they like, oh, well, let's, let's see what the fuck we got. Look, 
think we got something here. There you go, shoe right there. Okay, I see what you said. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? He, he, it's not like he also, whatever, if he wrote that in the 5th century, he was, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like from that, from, from looking at it, he, he had to have some type of awareness of what was going on unless everything that we got now was just took it from that. And then you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he the caterpillar. He the caterpillar. And they, they butterfly with that shit. Yup. Yup, exactly. See what they came for here. That's the cocoon right there. That they, they yeah. came up out of. So that's what I see it all is. This ain't motherfucking boys club, man. So they got to keep it. And so they could not get the credit to to that. They couldn't get a credit to translating it to somebody who was directly there on the continent. They couldn't get that shit no credit like that. Not when they try to become world conquerors again. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, baby. Oh no, I got to. I'm just, I'm just scared to it. But uh, maybe he wasn't too biased enough for him. That's why they don't they don't recite him. No, you see that shit, right? Like, how yeah. I I didn't even want to get into. That's why I wanted to get the book. I was like, damn, it looked like he might not have been biased, and like he might have just been like how many people say that at that point in time, people didn't really care about color. Yeah, he, just he was just trying to get the info. Yeah, they just wrote as they wrote. Because that's what it was. It was right there. That's what it was. I you bet know. that got to be it because, uh, like, he ain't really, he definitely ain't trying to, like, say, like, he telling you what it is. Unbiased review. That's the unbiased review. <laughs> you right. I, I, like, I ain't see it. Like, he even telling you the Greeks call it this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Giving you the differences. Telling you that, look, now, this is this over here. This is this right here. That's why I can't wait to get the book. <laughs> to denote dumbness, they depict the number 1095, which is the number of days in the space of three years, a year consisting of 365, within which time, if a child does not speak, it chews that it has the impediment in its tongue. Damn. Y'all done got yeah. 10. This Your ass ain't speaking yet? This motherfucker got to speak, bro. I love you. This motherfucker dumb here. That's what you me. You got one year to start talking, homie. You <laughs> talking. Motherfucker stupid, man. He a reread. Oh, man. You forget that motherfucker to ten. If you can't talk by ten years old, man, this is a wrap. I'm sorry. What are we gonna do with this one? That's, right. That's what dumbness means, man. Motherfucker can't talk right in a year. This is dumb, motherfucker, man. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> Dumbness me, 1095. That's crazy. I'm about to start calling motherfuckers that. This is 1095, man. 
That's it. 1095, y'all. You'll walk at 1095. When they would symbolize the voice from a distance, which is called by the Egyptians, Uwe, they portray the voice of the air, thunder. Nothing than thunder, than nothing which utters a greater or more powerful voice. See, so he ain't motherfuckers wasn't worshiping Zeus and all that crazy shit. Hey, I speak loud like thunder, folks. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah, they they didn't want that right there because it would get it, it probably gave too much um, credibility to the African method. To denote ancient descent, they depict a bundle of papyrus, and by this they imitate the prime the primeval food, for no one can find the beginning of food or generation. Damn, think about that. Nobody mm-hmm. can find the beginning of food or generation, yo. That's what a bundle of papyrus means. Mm. The unknown origin. Uh, that's that's the origin. Yeah, that's that's square one right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to get that. I'm going to pull that right on there. Pull that right on there. It's been a good build tonight. Brother Little took us right off into the coat and jumped on these damn hard glitters. We done found some shit up in here. We done found the white man lurking and laying. Yeah. Your damn, mind. check that out. When they, would, when, they would repre- when they would represent the light, they depict the number 16. For from this age, men. Crazy. To begin to hold commerce with women and procreate children. At the age of that's age 16, you were bad. You can hold mm-hmm. commerce with, with, and procreate. It's all about the procreation, baby. No, because if you ain't if you ain't trying to remake life, then you what the fuck is you want to play for? You already fucked up. That's just number one. That's just that's just the simple shit. You ain't trying to make no more babies. Fuck out of here. They're just to, to denote sexual intercourse. They depict two numbers, sixteen. Yeah. Uh, now, that's, that's back to when, where, when now, right now in, in America, in colloquial terms, you'd be like, yo, your sweet 16th birthday. That's like the beginning. Yeah, all that's making sense, right? Mm-hmm. Sweet 16. Now you're an adult. You can make babies. You can try some commerce out. You get a job. You go You go be a there. Yup, you get a job, all that shit, yup. You get, get a job, get your dollar license. You can get in the world at 16, you in the world. Yeah, you can ride your elephants on the road now, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> feel me? You know how to ride the elephant now, man. You got your license, man. Go on, man. You your ass is correct. 
Yeah, that might that's a little piece of where they get that sweet sixteen from. There gotta be. You know they can't figure nothing out for themselves. Um, this is a race in that doubt, bro. I mean, you know where you get this from. You got this in commit in Kimmy, right? All right, shut the hell up. Yeah, it's proving what we what, what we're saying. Everything you got, you got from us, man. Because you brought that up, because another thing I'm finding disturbing that I'm hearing from so-called conscious people is saying, oh, well, you know, the story of Jesus, that don't got nothing to do with horror. That don't got nothing to do with horror. Nah, it's just it's absolutely <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. When they when when well god damn when they would denote a soul continuing a long time here or inundation, they would depict the phoenix. Huh? And they denote the soul by it because it's the longest lived of, of all creatures in the world. And the inundation because the phoenix is the symbol of the sun, then which nothing is greater in the universe, for the sun passes over all and scrutinizes all, hence he is called Poly much. <laughs> Man. Well, Dr. Clark said, they done took your story and sold it back to you. I'm going back in the book. Mm. And that's Black Power on that. Black Power. By power. Go back to me. See, no, that's what I mean, man. My ancestors know what they're talking about. I dare you with your audacity. Question. Grand Baba Clark, Dr. Williams, and such, man. By power. Oh, man, look at that nigga say, yo, don't ever help us. Look, this nigga that's with about Air Fox called me a coon. Come on, man. See, I don't like that disrespectful shit right there, man. Don't be talking to my king like that, man. I smack the fire out your ass, bro. Lord, you got your mind. When you when, when, when the goddamn coon. Damn. With the no education, they represent the heaven distilling dupe. Come on, now imitating that as falling dew, the lights on all vegetables and softens those which have nature susceptible of being softened but is unable to operate upon those which essentially remain hard in the same way upon the others. Man, this should be deep, dog. You feel me? Education represented, represented heaven distilling dew, homie. Come on, dog. Mm. They, 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 they wasn't on our level, man. That, that's too much. That and that also co-signs that everything they did was 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 to be uh to the afterlife. It was righteous. Everything. It ain't no fucking Bible, motherfucker. I am the Bible. <laughs> you feel me? I said.
Hey, yeah, that's that's a jewel right there, uh, brother B. You done drop right there. Damn, man, like every page I switch, he just he just he just further proved that this shit might he might know something. He might have knew something. And now nah, this the caterpillar right here, brother. This the caterpillar for sure. Now, that's why when I started looking at it, I was like, damn. I said, hold up, man. My buddy, you know what the fuck he was talking about? I think it's like we suspect, though. He ain't he ain't biased enough for these motherfuckers. Like, he ain't giving no nothing. He just he's telling you what the fucking, what, the, what, the, what it is. And you know it ain't no Greek shit. And I don't even like. I don't see him even saying nothing. Like he ain't mentioning nothing about no Greek or nothing. Sorry, yeah, that book's gonna be very interesting, brother. I'm about to give me one, two of them, motherfuckers. Yo, feel me? I might need one for the car just in case. I'm about to whip it out on the motherfucker. Well, I would just need to know, like, how did he come to this conclusion as well? That's all. I just got got normal questions, that's all, you know. Very logical. Okay, you broke this down. Well, how'd you learn this shit? Who'd you put out? But yeah, uh, brother B, you're right though. This is the four. He, he is the forerunner of you know from what 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 I'm looking at. If this is supposed to be what it is. I mean, you're the forerunner, right? Yeah. I can't wait to get the book so I can look like I have it and sitting right here by the Lord with me. Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one. I, I mean, it's it's kind of like the budge and all these motherfuckers like jack his work. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Now, when I seen it, I said, damn, they had to check this shit because if they say they reprinted this in 1505, man, that shit was around. It was around. Yeah, man. And he made up that dead man story and shit. And then it's a Rockalo, B. And we're going to give it the bug. We're going to say Champollion did it. Posthumously. Damn. To represent knowledge, they delineate an ant. That's why the ant is motherfucking knowledge. Damn. You're a builder. Whatever a man may carefully conceal, this creature obtains a knowledge of. <laughs> oh, shit. And not for this reason only, but also because beyond all other animals, when it is providing for itself its winter food, it never deviates from its home, but arrives at it unerringly. Oh, that! And <laughs> love his home. You feel me? He loves his home so much he know he only got one job. Go get that head knowledge. Yup. So get that shit that need to be gotten. Bring it back home and build bring this it shit. Bring it back home. Yeah. <laughs> 
get it, Rick, and I'm going to never home. miss going back home. He never missed back home. Nah. I'm going to look up this word eerily right now. I've got to feel it. And, and keep us lost, unrecognizing our sh- Yeah. That's it, yo. Okay. And that's a different type of love. That's just, that's built in. That's nature. That's the nature of uh, that's real love right there. Damn, man, that 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 that's deep right there. See? So uh, what happened is that, that uh, yeah, he's a forerunner, man. That, I mean, with this information, I don't see how you gonna say something else. Right, so how they would delineate a son, right? That 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 that's a uh, basically a bird, a goose, some kind of goose was a picture of a son, the ibis or whatever. No, 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 not the goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called a chelanopex or something like that. Y'all didn't want to say no. Man, and that, that's where you get the source of having babies and shit, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good connection right there. Mm. Interesting. Good. That's crazy, man. I was unjust and ungrateful, man. You feel me? An unjust and ungrateful man to pick two claws of a hippopotamus turned downward. Hungry, hungry hippo. Unjust and ungrateful fool you. That's crazy. I know what. It's very easy to understand. A very bad king. Come on, man. Let's just, let's just, come on. We got symbols for everything, bro. Don't come talking to me about nothing about your right now. How, how they designate a ruler of the world? Come on, man. Yo, brother boy, you done, you done sent me a joke, for real. Have one who governs all things. That's brother, brother Little spot it Brother Little set it off. He, he made me go dig into the crate. I say, you know, respect to both y'all, black power. This is excellent. Yeah. Go dig into the crate. I got, I got some all type of wild stuff in here. Man. I got a That's where that real shit be at, bro. Yeah, you know, some of that stuff that you know, and you talking about that occult stuff, man. I'm telling you, it be some jewels inside there. There's a lot of shit that you be like, yo, you know, you might be looking at it like, oh man, I don't want to seem like I'm going into the space age and go out, but look, it be some shit up in there. In fact, it's hide a lot of information up in there, and, and a lot of that occult, and like I said, that alchemy and mysticism and all of that stuff, because that's how they had to put. That's 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 only like it's alchemy. It's out yeah. me. You know what I mean? 
They didn't know. They they wanted to create what we had naturally already. Already. So they was in there using the signs and symbols and writing about it and telling what they really stood for. And they was they were saying, well, well, we um all right. They would take the symbol and utilize what we thought it what we thought it meant for to try to create a reality that was ours. Word. Well, I man, really, if you listen to a cult, they fucking tell you straight off. Like, Alistair Crowley, he started, he, he jump off, right? He did jump off. This yeah. motherfucker went into the abyss. So when you're dealing with that Kabbalah shit that they own, right, that ain't to your motherfucking uh, pineal gland. That ain't going to the ether. This motherfucker went to the bottom. Yeah, that's what, what I'm that's- saying. Yeah, that's so they, he went beyond being a beast. That's why they do all these these, these crazy ass shit. You feel me? They they at the bottom. They at the total debauchery. You feel me? No, uh, nah, that's what you see. Like he wasn't trying to get to the Akashic records. He was trying to get to the bit. He wasn't trying to get He was trying to get down on low as low as he can get. As low as low as you can go to the bottom of the sea, be two thousand leagues between below the sea. That's what they mean. That's the abyss. The sea. <laughs> I read some shit. I read some shit by him, and seen some documentary on this man. I, if I could even call him a man, oh, what this motherfucker was? Yeah, this was the beat. This is the beat. He called himself the beat. He was the beat. Yeah, he, he is the beast. Yeah, you read about that. And everybody copycat beat. Hey, yeah, this this beast right here. He pulled it all together. And said, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull every single wicked act we can find. Pull it together. He tried to pull them all off in the pyramid, in the Great Pyramid. This motherfucker yeah. up in the Great Pyramid doing all types of sex magic up in there. Yeah, they said that's where he went to the abyss at. No, so I'm like, what the fuck, you know? So, but we understand it's, it's energy. It could be positive or negative. You see, we all positive. These motherfuckers, they wired to that negative, B. They love that shit. And sex magic is a powerful magic because sex is a creative magic. That's a creation force. Sex brings up the creation force. Yeah, that's why they do this shit backwards. That's what I'm starting to understand. Everything about life, they going to worship death. So they gonna do that faggot shit because that means death. Yeah, they like do this. Yo, I've seen the story of this motherfucker having sex with a man inside of a dead horse. See, that's that wild out shit right there. I said, how the fuck do you kill a horse, get inside of it, and have sex with a man? What kind of crazy shit is you doing? That abyss, bro. <laughs> Cut their heads off a real live animal, put them on the kids, and then have sex with the kids. Uh, bestiality, like, that's the ultimate for them motherfuckers. Like, sex magic, raping little kids, and bestiality. Like, what the fuck? I feel it. So, yeah, you know, you know, once you know the symbols, you connect the dots, you're like, damn, all these crackers is really on this shit. Damn. <laughs> Man, you tell the average person the shit we talking about right now, man. They ain't look, man. We ready to call the cops? I mean, uh, the 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 evidence is just too uh, overwhelming. 
Uh, like y'all was saying, like you got the Saturn car, god damn it. I mean, what more do you want? Toyota, look at Toyota. All the symbols is right there. You know, even the rainbow. The rainbow means Saturn. That's all like motherfuckers. God damn, it's everywhere like that. Right, that's why they pump that rainbow shit. No, that's why I said the Nikes. You look at the Nikes, it's Saturn. Like on your feet, you carry these motherfuckers around. Right. Yeah, they know that and that's their black god, Saturn. Yeah. They got a certain energy in there, make you want bottom shoes. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's all it is. So, you know, break is like that's all it is. Yo, you remember when the crackers went and put a law on the goddamn Alonzo morning shoes in Arabic? Did they See? <laughs> Y'all remember that? These motherfuckers yeah. on the tongue of the shoes in Arabic, right? They had some shoes that a lot of them wanted to pay for the heat. So it looked like fire all on the shoes. And so they put a law on the tongue of the shoes in Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> I said, these motherfuckers might be crazy. So nobody going to catch this. You're going to put this shit on the shoe. What's wrong with you? But shit, most motherfuckers don't. They hide it in plain sight. You just yo, they write their codes on the elephant in the room. You feel me? Black Power, Black Power. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I hear y'all building, man. I've been in the background, securing my next generation, and um. We get we get a whole lot done just by honestly researching shit without a um an opinionated mind and, and, and just looking for the facts that the, that the white man's saying in terms of the subject matter. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Of course. Don't 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 you know don't don't look to defend something. I mean, just 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 go by what he's saying. Let's let just follow what they mean, and then let's do our 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 our, our interpretation of the facts. You see what I'm saying? That's that's real scientific solid work though. That's how you supposed to do. Mhm. But if you want the truth, if you want the truth, that is. Y'all see the um the common theme though. Even with Brother Bourne showing you probably uh, uh uh I ain't read that link yet, but it sounds like that he's showing the origin of where Saint Paul may be getting the shit from. They all, you know what I'm saying? They all got the same sentiment as that Bible. And they they only here to confirm some shit that's already been said. <laughs> they all saying in, in terms of the Bible and in terms of the relevancy. You see what I'm saying? They all saying the same thing regarding the interpretation. It's accurate. It's just about the Bible. You see what I'm saying? It's coming back to a biblical perspective. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what. Uh, um, Amos was something with meaning when he was saying, "Don't get caught up in these name games." Because, you, you know what I'm saying, you kind of get lost at the context. You know what I'm saying? We we fighting the culture who will put man after man in front of us. And, and we're still running the same program. You see what I'm saying? Destroying white power is not going to be one individual cracker who running one big, you know, the man. No, it's a culture we're fighting. You know what I'm saying? There's a group of people we're fighting. And we see that these group of people putting bodies to work together to propagate and, and, and put that propaganda on what their true motives and, and, and agenda is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, right, let me, I'm going to read this real quick. This is from uh, A Course in General Linguistics by Ferdinand de Saussure. Right? 
page eight. And it says, um, speech always implies both an established system and an evolution. At every moment, it is an existing institution and a product of the past. To distinguish between the systems and its history, between what it is and what it was, seems very simple at first glance. Actually, the two things are so closely related that we can scarcely keep them apart. Will we simplify the question by studying the linguistic phenomena in its earlier stages of we begin, for example, by studying the speech of children? No, but in dealing with speech, it is completely misleading to assume that the problem of early characteristics differs from the problem of permanent characteristics. We are left inside the vicious cycle. From whatever direction we approach the question, nowhere do we find the integral object of linguistics. Everywhere we are confronted with a dilemma. If we fix our attention on only one side of each problem, we run the risk of failing to perceive the dualities pointed out above. On the other hand, if we study speech from several viewpoints simultaneously, the object of linguistics appears to us as a confused mass of heterogeneous and unrelated things. Either procedures open the door to several, several sciences, psychology, anthropology, normative grammar, biology, etc., which are distinct from linguistics, but which might claim speech in view of a faulty method of linguistics as one of their objects. As I see, there is only one solution to all the foregoing um, difficulties. From the outset, we must put both feet on the ground of language and use language as the norm of all other manifestations of speech. Actually, among some dualities, language alone seems to lend itself to independent definition and provide a fulcrum that satisfies the mind. Um, that's all I had to, uh, that's all I wanted to put in with this little, little piece on on linguistics and on language and speech and that's something that's something that we deal with right now, just you know, looking into think who wrote what and things of that nature. So I just wanted to put that little piece in and we got to keep our put both feet on the ground of language and use language as the norm of all other manifestations of speech. Actually um, and our language alone seems to lend itself to independent definition and provide a fulcrum that satisfies the mind. Now, this is how the fact taking it. So when he's looking at language, you know what I'm saying? When he's looking at language, it's, it's more so if we say that he has translated something, as Nicobar was saying, we got to look at who was the earliest people to start translating because it's they mind think that's going to tell us how they swing and what the language is. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's used to provide, what do you say, provide a fulcrum that satisfies the mind. You're looking for something to provide the, 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 the low extra energy to satisfy your goddamn mind on what it is. Mm-hmm. But for them, you see, now if you were in the, yeah, I'm going to throw the shot. Fuck it, it's slaughterhouse Saturday. This was Sinjali, bitch ass. If you were a linguist and you were in the science of language, you would have some fascination for France, wouldn't you? From a, if you had a Western European school upbringing, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. 
The nigga don't know what you're talking about. Now this was, as a matter of fact, you saying that that's what this girl. I got the press. I went. I was. I was doing uh, a little thing and, and looking into language. So I said, if I'm gonna start getting books on language, I'm going to the best French authors who got who got who put work out in the last hundred years. So I got this. This from 1959, right here. Mhm. So the top scholars, you know, that's why I went and got it. Translated by Wade Baskin. Translated from what? Now look at look at the cracker. Let's be honest, it's, uh, and let's let's use them niggas terminology. Let's be scholastic. I hate using that term because, but let's look for the sake of the, for the sake of the argument, right? In regards to the French and their interpretation of things, it wouldn't be fair to ask a person who's familiar with that background, who's teaching a new generation. They 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 should just contextualize that, right? My brother was saying But the but the I don't know how to say it, man. I don't know how to say it, man. But it it, it does a disservice, you know what I mean? You, when you can't speak honest about that and you you see you saw people's real true cause in that, you know what I mean? Because then you gotta be you know, who you who who's teaching you this who who you learning this shit from, man? And who he learning it from? You know? Mm. Who's learning it from? I can't find a crystal point of this. This is like eight. That's a good point, Nicola. Mm-hmm. I don't know when he was. Probably like 1915 or something like that. And then, then, then ask yourself a real question. I'm more content... I'm more content myself as an African with Walter Williamson at the European against didn't tell the Mediterranean then, you know, being a you know, I'm 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 still like ah, I'm supposed to get another Africa. You know what I'm trying to say? I'll be more content with that than a biblical translation and the chronology that's if that's fitting in the context of of of, of biblical linguistic uh, uh chronology. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm more yeah. content with my getting shit. I said, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm, that's why I'm glad that I found that little link today. I'm gonna study that. I'm gonna see where this coming from. I'm, somebody might be lying to us. Somebody right. might be. Yeah, what's significant? <laughs> before you get the book, what's significant, bro? What, what your findings is? It proved my point. The cracker still. The cracker have that. That's, that's the point I was trying to bring. When you look at the European, the European have more respect for our metal nature. And in terms of interpreting it, by bringing crackers at least in nine different languages, right? Am I right? Every cracker that we looked up who dealt with the better nature, they they dealt with, with the demonic, they dealt with the heretic, they dealt with Greek, French, and my brother, 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 come here, the uh, list, huh? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. He has more respect for the, for, the, for the language and its complexity to put his best, so we, you know, these niggas got to, you know, you got to ask the same thing in terms of, of, of our perspective as well, and you shouldn't be wrong for asking it. <laughs> check, 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 check. Check. Yo, that's... Check. Yeah. So if you can't read demonic and heretic or translate, I'm going to do just like the European would do. You're not qualified, nigga. 
Bottom line. And Super I ain't am I wrong for saying that, family? Not at all. power on that, Captain Africa. You already know. Do your job, boss. Not at all, man. Well, that's what we're looking into. Now, back to who... So, polite for the learn metal nature in in, in a month, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's an assault to my intelligence, man. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. I couldn't believe it. Yo, did y'all see this? Y'all seen this, yo, for life, man. I have that much, listen, I've seen him say, yo, I was like, I was stunned to hear him say that he wanted to take Jonathan off from reading the metal next. Now, let me say this, let me put it up there right quick. Dr. Ben was a natural linguist. He spoke like four different languages naturally, didn't he? Like power check, check. Spoke French, Arabic, and he spoke English, didn't he? He was able to put that Latin connection to all of those. If you know all Latin, it's not easy for you to learn all those languages. That's why Arabs can speak Spanish. Yeah, Dr. Ben knew that Spanish. That's what, and yo, man, I always, that's where, when I, once I learned the language connection, I used to wonder why the Arabs and the Puerto Ricans got down together, right? And how the Arabs could really like bring them in and they'd be chopping it up so quick. And I really didn't understand it until I, until I thought that the, the connection between the uh, Islamic movement up into Spain. I'm like, oh, that's the creation of their fucking language. Like, that's the- Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100. Got to throw another shout out there. There's a slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse, right? Okay. Now, can we bring it back? We're in slaughterhouse. We're in slaughterhouse, right? The Moors. The the Moors, right? They like to pick up our greatness, right? Have you ever heard of Moors speak Spanish? All right. Moors and Alhar contextualized the greatness of Spain and put a linguistic connection to it with Booker T. Washington. King, I don't want to hear shit from you. Just start talking habla Espanol, nigga. That's it. Habla Espanol. For us, it showed, it proved another point. I mean, motherfuckers don't be understand what I'm saying. I think, this is my, my theory, I think you can trace some of your roots back based off of your language now, meaning we speak English now, right? Mm-hmm. We, we was called Negroes, right, which is a Spanish term. That means our period of enslavement goes to when the the British got into the slave trade late and started taking over all the Portuguese and Spanish slavery trades. You see the point I'm making? Mm-hmm. So when big niggas say West Africa, let's be real. Who was the first per- people to exploit Africa, West Africa during slavery, the Portuguese or the English? Mm-hmm. The Portuguese, right? Yeah, it was the Portuguese down there first. And now, they're late. Now, they got their late, right? Because, let's be real, before they can get into slavery, they got to take over other motherfuckers' territory, right? Boom. Dr. Clark put this out there. Where did they stumble on accident? The Dutch. Didn't the Dutch stumble South Africa on accident trying to get to America? Got caught in that current. 
They took their ass all the way down to the tip of South Africa. And they got into the Dutch, the Dutch East Indian Company, right? Oh, I mean, was not a West African, was she? Sarah mm-hmm. Bartman was? Damn, you know what? Hold on. This bitch ain't know who Sarah Bartman is. Oh. Sarah Bartman was a slave who they brought over here a queen. And the European was so fascinated with her body makeup because she had voluptuous, she was, she was still big hips, broad, breasts. And they circulated, raped her, and and they just now buried this as the uh, uh, king, uh, uh, a rock star. A little put that video, a nice video on Sarah Bartman. I got a documentary on her. It's Sergi Bartman or something like that. But this where did she come from? She was from South Africa. From South Africa, she was a um. Well, what's my point of bringing that up? Yeah, that's right. She was. She was. She wasn't a West African. African. Yeah. You right so about I, that shit, Mr. Huh? Right. My argument is, in America, I think, in, this, in the time period which the British came over, you'll find a lot of, and I see them, too, koi koi. Bush was in, in America. Niggas got, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? My reports are, you see, high cheekbones, peppercorn hair. Son, son, listen, son, I'm telling you right now, son, I got fucking women around here look just like Sarah Bartman, son. I'm talking about the same type of body as them koi koi women with the super, the butt just come way out, the real tight, the, the, you know what I mean, the, the, the peppercorn here. I don't like pictures of them. I pull pictures of them and, and show them to them, and they sit here laughing. I'm like, look, that look just like y'all. Look, look at it. They can't do nothing but laugh because it looks just like them. Now, I made the argument in saying that to so so to some extent, you can see how where part Africa we come from, but what language we speak. Niggas understand what I mean when I said that. We speak English, so we can find, you know, where did the English get in, in, into the slave trade, and what parts of Africa did the English mainly dominate? Where they dominate right now today? South Africa, right? Hello. Check. Check. Then they had a South Africa. South Africa. 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 Um, Wait, brother, come on, you just smashed that heat fools. Uh, that the majority of us that came here uh, during the Mayaka came from West Africa. See, what they don't mean when they say that, if anything, they have a problem with their Moors homies when they get that argument comes up because the Moors dealt with West Africa. Okay. <laughs> who was the Moors? Who was the Moors? Who did the Moors have more of a, 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 a relationship with? In the slave trade and in that geography, the Portuguese and the, and, and, and the Spaniards, right? So we got to know that even even with the fall of the Spanish Inquisition, it was still some house niggas riding with the Spanish and the Portuguese. Let's be real. Let's be real. Had to be a house nigga that showed Christopher Colomb where the uh, map maker uh, uh, was at, right? Yeah. 
Moors. That's my point. Bringing the new these was Moors, Northwest Africans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. North Northwest. Like that, you know, they like to brag, you know. And I only said that because I was a Muslim for ten years. And other brothers who shit learn is picked up Islam, and they love for it. And they learn Arabic so quick. So I know when a person has love for something, and they have the language and the coach and how deep they willing to go to learn it. You see what I'm saying? I don't see that with these these motherfuckers. When when it's there, it's it's, it's within range. It's, it's not something that's out of reach. It's not something that's over your head. To the point where it's, it's oh, you know what I mean? It's not high, as high as I'm a rising sun. It's, it's obtainable. So I'm not saying that to say that we should, you know, I'm not saying, you know, I'm just saying in terms of the meta nature, we shouldn't even speak about that in public like, like our elders did. But in terms of demonic and erratic, it's so it's a plethora of that shit, of cultural material that's left in Europe. All the scrolls that were Alexander were... Radic and demonic. Feel me? Buzz, man. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll talk. But, see, Egypt also is, see, all, that's another thing about Egypt as well. See, Egypt, that is Africa, period. The cultural material is overwhelming that it don't, it, that it, that it, it do, it's not limited to just a book or a script or just a linguistic interpretation of what happened. Even if you never read, you don't know about the three languages of Egypt. You don't even know about the Book of the Day. You don't know about Amara. The cultural material is so relevant when you see a pyramid, motherfucker, know what that is. <laughs> see that river? You know, certain images, you know, when you see the Serengeti, you put the Serengeti, you see them, them cheetahs walking. You know, that's Africa. You see what I'm saying? Certain animals that, that, that you know, are only there. Certain culture status is only, you know what I mean? So the culture material is always there. In terms of them, they can't do that. And what they do, what they do use is, you know, they do use the Sumerian the, the area over there known as Sumeria, because it's a language issue, you see them mimicking the, the original. Mm, you see sun disk, right? <clears throat> All right. In the back of what you were saying, right, the farthest up the um, Dutch even went, the back up that they were definitely in South Africa, the farthest up they ever went was in Luanda, and that's in Angola. And, um, and I'm starting that off of, off of um, I got this book, the, uh, let me see, The Slave Trade, The Story of the Atlantic Slave Trade, 1440 through 1870. And, um, the new, let me see, the new Portuguese governor of the Wanda, uh, embarked on a campaign designed to finish with the rest of the continuously hostile and don't go for good or evil. Um, that's not why I was supposed to be missing the piece of us. While you reading that, I was wondering, what did you bring up? 
one thing that was unique about the British when they got into the slave trade, which is was something a lot of others broke down, was that what made them what made their um, conquest in some in some areas more diplomatic conquest and less war conquest was that they were able to to um, um, engage in diplomacy with with, with the Africans. Something that the Portuguese, I think, the, I think when you look at the history, of the Portuguese coming in, they more or less came in playing a uh, playing sneak attack. You know how they do this to this day, and then just turning automatic. Whereas the uh, and you look at the British, look how they look how the look how the Saka Zulu issue was handled. You see what I'm saying? But to this day, the the the, the, the master linguist propaganda propaganda in terms of linguist and being uh, uh, diplomatic. It's just I think the British manufacturer would help with the French. That's why I think when you look, when you listen to um, Sigurd, not Sigurd, um, uh, God, uh, uh, Amin, when he said that I want to introduce the uh, American and uh, uh, African and American Swahili, so that they can learn British imperialism. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. I got I got this page. Oh, the one page you off my uh, this page one seventy. Uh, by Hugh Thomas. In Africa, however, the Portuguese held on at Luanda. That scene for the time being of minor significance since having conquered one of the largest economies dependent on slaves, the Dutch West Indian Company was now having to revise its earlier doubts about the morality of the African trade. Their capture of Portland Fulham Buko was the turning point in their reconsideration. Those who still opposed the commerce and human beings were unable to suggest how the new possession could be made to pay other than by the use of slaves. The earliest mention of traffic in the records of the West Indian Company occurs in 1626, when that body Zealand chamber, the most Calvinist of the different colleges within the undertaking, gave permission for the dispatch of a ship to Angola. Mm-hmm. Yes, that whole last eighteen, that seventeen hundred period, the, a lot of shit was going on for the Europeans. And they, and they were sending, uh, they were sending people over to to the Amazon. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff was going on. Same Zealand chamber soon after followed Dutch settlers in both Guana and Tobago, as well as northern Brazil to import slaves. The first reports in Brazil that after all told not only of the serious decline in the Indian population of the place, but the difficulty ensuring that those who existed worked effectively. Now, this was, now, that right here, what it ain't saying is that this shit was a full on, full speed ahead type of goddamn mission. They wasn't, this wasn't no, uh, this, this was how, this, this shit was, they was putting these shits out like how they put out goddamn iPhone. We need these now <laughs> all day. We need these. You understand? I'm saying, I'm like, this continuous shipping. This is, this is no breaking shipping. This is not they we sending one ship and then that ship is coming back and then we send one ship and that ship coming back and he served, and that one ship servicing South America, 
Jamaica, Tobago, all the West Indies and America. There ain't no shit like that going on. Mm-hmm. It's the whole goddamn coast, top to bottom, full steam ahead. Get these get Negroes over there. Mm-hmm. Because we got so many that's dying that we got to ship continuously to make the numbers that people need. Once the people get on the ground, they like, we need slaves to clear this land, to do all the shit that we ain't going to do. And we can't do because if we go into the jungle, we're going to die. Shit has been killing us like crazy. We got to stay on the coast right here. But we're sending them in there to clear this stuff out. Yeah. Yep. And for order to do that, in order for them to sit back on their ass and get fat, they had to use the nobody, the nobody crackers of Europe, the trash of Europe. You see what I'm saying? Who, ne- who had nothing to gain, more or less, to say in Europe because they had, even if they were to accomplish great wealth from coming to the new world, that new wealth would never accommodate them a new status. So this is where we see all this status that we learn now was really the issue, you know what I'm saying? So motherfucking crackers was running from the new world because they had a new beginning. Same game they ran in the Crusades. And they said that, you know, if 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 we if you were if we successful at redeeming the holy land of Christ, God will forgive all favors. Like like Dr. Clark broke it down. So they got the robbers stealing raping in the name of God. You see what I'm saying? And it was the savages that did it while the savages of, of Europe, while the rich cracker savage sat on his ass. See what I'm saying? Y'all see the connection I'm making? Contextualizing it? Yep, because it's still going okay. on right now, brother. It's still going on right now. Police is them dirty ass crackers doing the rich crackers dirty work. Now, what's it, right? They don't got, you know how they be saying, oh, well, it was black people sold. It was the Africans sold us this place. They don't have no no initial uh, right to this shit to the 1700s. <clears throat> this is well after Islam then overtook, and the slave trade has been pumping already a couple hundred years. Mm-hmm. That's why I look at look at the fascination with America. Okay, slavery. Then people, people open up. You know, people open up a slavery. And they'll say it's been going on since the beginning of time. You know, since the beginning of time. But just take it for what it is, slavery, right? It's been going on. But why is it so pertinent? Why is it so pertinent in connection with this new move to the new world per se? You see the point I'm making? And why do they have to go a whole ocean away? to get their slave trade going on if slavery had been around for so long. So all the way it could have been successful. Because if we said we're African people, we were globally. Pull up somebody, somebody on my computer. Type in, type in uh, uh, Native Americans. Historical, you know, the, the human chronology. And put up the oldest bones, you know, in terms of, you know, this is the, the white man has a nerve to say that the Native American is the youngest human being on the planet. Y'all know that? <laughs> you pull it up, Queen? 
That's why when the when they came over to European, the Native American didn't fit. And, and show you how where it all come from again. Like Brother Bone pointed out, it's all for the Bible. The, the the Native American didn't fit in the chain, the food chain, the political food chain. So they had to create one. They had to put the Native American create one. And it's, you know the new savage. They say that the, uh, he came over here from the Bear Bering Strait. We talked about this last time. 25,000, 35, something like that, right? White man said he's older than Native American. That's the ultimate disrespect. Mm hmm. This is the history of Northern America. Something like that context. You, you, you know, get you, you get a generalization of what I'm saying. Yeah, they're going to say he came from the bear. Look at the, the, the timeline they're giving them. Yeah. They give them a paleo history, but then they go silent. And they, I think they're doing that because the Native, the Native American does. The Native American, they don't have no, no as I'm, as we know, no, no cultural material part of, of, of smeltering. But that don't mean that, you know, don't, you know if we're going to still use Cracker scholarly and we're going to use Frank Boaz, we're going to use his cultural relativity, and the Cracker say all cultures are relative. So one technology doesn't go over another one. It means it's culturally relative to, to you know, to the environment that they're in. So we're not going to use that model and say that they're primitive, you know, so we can say just because they didn't have smeltering don't mean that they was intelligent because they have other things that they, you know, they got a lot of, they, they got masonry work over here, though. Southwest got all kind of shit. I'm, I can't wait to go next summer. Um, well, this summer now, since 2015 or something, check out some of them Pueblos out there in Mexico, way out there. Motherfuckers finding chocolate out there. Chocolate only found uh, in South America. These motherfuckers got tra- these motherfuckers got six, seven mile trails with no wheels and no horses over here in, in America. Feel me? If they were younger than European, they had to adapt a lot faster and quicker to the extremes of the southwest heat over here. But they ain't got no, we heard what I said, no no beast of burden until Spanish contact. That's 1500s, right? That's fascinating. But this summer I walked one out there, way the fuck out there, man, out there in um, Coachella Valley. Brother Little, you hear me? And they got snake uh, uh, rock formations and so forth. We find a lot of pictographs out there, a lot of pictographs, pictographs, glyphs, and, and pictographs. Uh, uh, they give them glyphs names too, but they are the symbols, symbols they can't be interpreted. They can't be really contextualized. But these motherfuckers, you know, trails, long trails. So check this out. This, oh, hold on, part of stuff, part of stuff. Let me... Let me give you let me give you some numbers to go along with what I was saying about them being on the board with the display trade. Now, this is Liverpool, which was the largest slave slave import they say in Europe. Her merchants sent four thousand slave voyages to Africa between seventeen hundred and eighteen oh seven. Now this is giving you a so one time a little a, a little time frame. Now you got to imagine what all these other ports, because everybody was in the business. Now that's 4,000 in a year. 
spin a day. Ten ships a day. And y'all gonna be talking about some big, but no hundred million of us dragged across the goddamn border and lost our goddamn mind. It was alien. We, we was already over here. Fuck you mean by the fuck that they sending four thousand ships a year. Now one thing else is one thing else is permanent. They throw off their shit. Peru Peru got monuments and gold. Now they got smeltery in Peru. Gold and they shit like two hundred years after each I'm talking they shit like 2700, 2900 BC. Look that shit up. So, all this shit fitly, fitting conveniently within the timeline of these two Frenchmen. See what I'm saying? These discoveries came late, but these discoveries came, they served us as, 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 um, as, um, cheat sheets, if you would. You know what I'm saying? No, my, listen, listen, no, that was my bad. That was, look, look, right. That's 365. Um, 400. My bad. But still 400 from one goddamn port. You still going to this? That's from one port. You can still get in no way. 400 ships in a year. One port. Everybody was in business, man. They told me what we would die. That's okay. How the fuck you gonna say we was already here? Like we we was here. We indigenous people were here. Now who making that argument? Who's saying that? That's the Moors. When you said that about the Moors, that was the Moors. That was they claim. We was here. That the numbers is messed up. Then they need to make the argument. The you got Native American factions who made their claim in century better. Like for example, it's a canyon. I gotta look the name up. It's in the eastern part of America, right there where y'all at. In that area, where brother um, what's his name? He used to rock out with us. Big uh, name, brother. Huh? Brother Drew. Yeah, Brother Drew, in that area. And it's an area that extends the, the, the Ohio Valley region. It's pyramid, mound structures, all that. They didn't have solid rocks, so they had mounds. But they find the same culturalized, the cultural materials in conjunction with the cultural uh, uh, practices, meaning they find high leadership Buried in the mounds in some places in the same cosmology, right? Now, I heard a European omit this. He said that the Mississippi River is the Nile of America. And that Mississippi River origin really is somewhere in Canada. And, and, and he made this in conjunction of how it flows almost like a now. You know what I'm saying? Some people argue, but but it flows downward. 
it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it flowed from uh, the way he put it in, in some cases from from that Michigan Canada region all the way down and and, and pours out into the um, Pacific. You see what I'm saying? But I would say it, sometimes it could probably be a reversal because that's fresh water. Am I right? Yeah, it's fresh water. You know what I'm saying, right? Now listen though. If you do put the if you put if you put the uh if you take the the, the uh continents like a puzzle and put them together some, you will you could get the now and the Mississippi like lined up together and, and to a certain extent. Yeah. Now they got a plethora now I don't hear the more talking about this neither. Uh I was looking for some uh graduate schools to go to. Um, instead of just going into my uh, school up here, uh, initiated one and apply uh, after uh, apply archaeology. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was one back south, and they then they're dealing with culture resource management with some of those mountains over there. Now the culture resource management is really a, a kind of political for factions because they got firms and shit, and, and it's dealing with a little bit of law with those people who uh, uh, who position themselves to protect those areas. You see what I'm saying? So that so that you can go there, like some like like some areas that's just probably like, uh, you know, wherever you live right now, there might be areas that's rural that may have a historical context to Native American or something of that nature. Maybe a state park, you know what I'm saying? And maybe preserved, and, and that'd be a faction of uh, cultural resource management. You don't even hear about the more niggas in that type of faction. So you know, in most tribe, more Native American tribes strongly, because that's their identity, right? You as a Native American family, right? When your identity exists within preserving that of your your legacy, right? So, mama got to know what that feather is, and got to, so there has to be some 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 left for that memory, other than a book and some talk, right? So if they've been here forever, if they've been here forever, and they've been here along with the Native American movement, why we don't see them other than their claims to certain tribes? Why we don't see them really hands-on in political practice? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, why that feds ain't got a feather? Like how? What, what, what was that successful to me? Well, I was I'm following up on what Brother Mikarai said. You know, um, if that's the case, why don't they feds have a feather? You know, you know how the Indians had the feather on the head wrapped around on a little bean joint. <laughs> right, right, right. That's a good point. <laughs> You've been here on this side of the Atlantic or Ethiopian Ocean, but you know, um, this is for the House Saturday, and I just want to throw out there that um, Mandela Khan, if I'm saying his name right, mm-hmm. uh, he exposed himself. You know, already knew what he was about. I want to thank Brother Bourne, you know, for um, sharing. Yeah, I I almost thank you for bringing that up. That's why I tagged you in it because I just like I seen it and I was like, yo, let me let me tag this to me in this just so she can see this shit. <laughs> Great exposure, so for the. Uh, uh, he's a he's a promo immigration. I say. 
Nigga wanna hold hands. <laughs> With the cracker. And the yeah. homo. And the homo. Mm-hmm. Don't you know no good, man. Uh, don't you know no 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 no. He got that Jesse Jackson repertoire from the uh, Congo to the Bongo, from holding hands, you know, and rapping with clans, you know. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. somebody spotted this, this propaganda, huh? We put the alert out, huh? Yeah, I see this. I said, what the hell is this? Wait a minute. Mm hmm. Can't, it can't, I mean, that's, that's, it's that integrating with the sheep and wolf theory, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, without, I was like, what? Now, I knew he was an integrationist, but then I seen the fuck, oh, man, you ain't calling the homo? So? Even this year, it's get harder for the wolf in the wild, don't it? I'm going to say migrate, don't it? <laughs> wolf got to be on his P's and Q's or he'll starve, right, in the wild, right? We make it easy by integrating them. We're going to just stay right here in one big group. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see this up one by one. Every night, another one of us missing. Wolf saying that we starving. Mm-hmm. Man, they feel big. What, what, what yeah, we acting like they eat vegetables and shit. Never asked them. Have you ever seen? Have you ever ate with a wolf? No, I haven't. Have you ever seen them? I've seen them eat. They eat raw meat. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. White folks go out in public. They get sodas and shit. You ever notice that? He'll get a burger, like a poor white folk, but that real he wants some real meat. <laughs> I learned a lot about that little camp experience I had in the wild with them white folks. Because some of us, um, you know, white folks, they could be, you know, we could be four or five hours, five hours outside of population in the middle of the wild. And if there was an option to go home on the weekends, only white folks could afford to do it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm going to go home this weekend and come back, you know. Nigga, four hours back home Friday, you know, after, and come back Sunday night or something. You know what I'm saying? I can hear their little talk when they come back. You know how you hear, we we listen to white folks all the time. Yeah, man, I had to get back home. You know, we out there eating fucking, we out there eating cornmeal, basically, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, he getting home, coming back with stories of eating real food and shit. Yeah, I'm white making good steak, man, you know. Yeah, man, you know, and, and, and a light bulb sparked in my head. I'm like, that's what's different from, Europe, you know, all the people cuisine, even African cuisine. In, in European cuisine, the meat is the main course, whereas in other, other, other cultures, the meat is the delicacy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We even think, you know, when we have events, black, even black, even even under their guise, under their culture, eating their food, we got a lot of size, huh? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, a lot of size. We got meats, but the meat ain't the main course. A European want a five-pound steak and two potatoes, two small round potatoes like the size of a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> You want a medium rare, bloody. Bloody. Then they're going to drink a cup of wine or something behind it that's going to just start eating. You know what I mean? Shit that we, man, we niggas be sick of them motherfucker, man. Yeah, they want to cut it. I want to be able to, they want to be able to cut that shit and blood come out. Mm-hmm. Don't see no blood. That shit overcooked. Sometimes eat it raw. I mean, I, that, and... I, that's the one thing I like about Brother James' presentation that Jackal, when he was one of them crackers, he never be raw. Yeah. I was in wild shit. I do it all the time. That's how my mama made. <laughs> mm. The African don't eat man. So, uh, you know, the line of savagery is real thin because even that African that you, the, as the crackers say, primitive, whatever kill you can, nigga, it's going to be a fire. They're going to they gonna, they gonna, they gonna cook the cook the fur off first, you know what I'm saying? And then in rotisserie that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going yep, to rotisserie you. They're going to cook them until we done. Trust that. You know, cook them, we're going to burn the fur off first, right? They're going to cook them to each other. Ain't no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a barbecue. Even the fish, nigga. So I... The slaughterhouse, I put the Japanese in that boat, too, but them niggas eat raw fish. A Jap eat anything. So, a Jap... A Jap... You know, them Asians over there, as it moves, they eat. If it moves, they eating it. They figure out a way. That's all they eat. That was that. Anything out there, shit, huh? Yeah, just they eat. Just, just what that fish they eat? That's poisonous. And if you cook it the wrong way, you're gonna kill. You kill somebody. Papa fish. Papa fish. Mhm. No matter what, you got to cook it. If you don't cook it right, they're gonna kill. What? What? Mhm. Now, look at this bullshit. Uh, the European told us a class. Now, they, they, they going to archaeology. Fried chicken came out of Asia, y'all. Because <laughs> chicken ain't native to Africa. I think chicken native to Asia. So, yeah, they they get it. You know, that's the reason why you go to Louisiana fried chicken place. You got the little Chinaman in there. What can you order up? Or is that just in California? Y'all ain't got no Koreans out there. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Koreans, we don't got the Koreans, and they ain't, we got the straight China man over here. Straight China man, I got the watching. Yeah, yeah we got China walk over here. Try that. Yeah. They ain't giving you no cuisine over here. They giving you some muscles. This ain't no cuisine. You want ginger and octopus? Like what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ginger and 
you an octopus. What that tastes like? Huh? An octopus is actually chewy. <laughs> the youngest specific shit out there. We ain't giving them no shit like that over here. You go inside and you get four wings and rice. Man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you though, that Chinese food sustains y'all. They they that's the shit that sustains the damn neighborhood, son. Chinese food. Yep. I'm telling you, son. Chinese food be sustained in the goddamn neighborhood, man. Plus that. See. That's one thing that just people go. They go there. They go into the Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. They want them size. Because you can't, because you, really, you go to the Jamaican restaurant, you want to pay, or you want to fill yourself up decent, that's $8 immediately. $10 really with anything to drink. At the Chinese restaurant, you might be get two meals for ten dollars. Throw it up and be full off of them. Yeah, no, you ain't gonna be full. You know, Chinese restaurant here you with. Yeah, I got in this grease then nigga and MSG. We're gonna be four chicken wings. <laughs> eight for ten dollars you can get eight chicken wings and they're gonna give you a pan full of rice. Yeah. That's all right. Eight chicken, uh, chicken with the wings. Yup, eight chicken wings. You get eight wings and, and a container full of rice. You can split that between two people. Y'all gonna be straight. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how they do it here. And so they got it. They got it where they got the. They got their prices set where they compete with McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And giving you something that you consider real is like it's real food. They competing with them. Why go to McDonald's and spend six dollars on a burger, of fries, and that shit when you go get you know what I'm saying? Beef and broccoli for five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's the shit too. The beef and the broccoli. Yeah. Wanted some orange chicken, nigga? <laughs> they give us stuff where you get like beef and broccoli for like five, six dollars with some other shit on the side, like an egg roll or something, green roll or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, man, they, that's, how they, that's how they do it. And that's how they rock you, son. Hey, what, hey, what movie was that? I'm talking about that movie. We, this black movie. He walked in there. I think it was a Chinese restaurant. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got the smell and everything. Like, give me some of that shit. Give me some of that shit. No, no, no. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Okay, give me some of that shit. Was that, was that Chris Tucker? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Mr. Ryan. You got me now. Yeah, I'm off this cuss. Oh, 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 yeah, that was. You know, what's the name of that shit? Yeah, that was him with Jackie Chan. <laughs> That's how we be. That shit, they go by straight nose. Mm-mm. I ain't having none of that shit. That's the African. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's why I'm messing on that sushi and all that shit. I mean, back, back to the starter, I ain't heard about one Moorish dish of these niggas neither. On, the, on We're talking about language and food. Them two things that permeate through culture, right? 
I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I want to do some Spanish and some enchiladas, nigga. That's Mexican food. <laughs> no, I'll just be, I'll be, I'll be in motherfucking facetious. The tortilla, the, the, the tortilla, the tortilla, that's the, really the best thing to be eating that, in terms of alkali because it's just maize, lime, it ain't hard to make no, no um, tortilla. But see, corn, that come from here. So the Spaniard don't eat it. The Spaniard eat like a European. He drink wine with his meal. He a cracker. He, he, no, he's not a, he, he's white, but he's not, he's a Mediterranean cracker. So he got a little bit of, as you go up the the, the chain, the food chain gonna find some mixes. In fact, you know what I'm saying they they they'll never get the they'll never get in the argument between the Brit, I mean between the um, the German and the, and the Russian or something. You see what I'm saying? Who from Europe? Europe. Yeah. Like, like Rocky versus uh, the Russian. Rocky was Rocky was a nigga. He was Italian. He was a nigga compared to the Russian. That's why he got on there after he won. If you listen to it, if you you know, he gave the the uh, Rodney King speech. Why we can't all get along, right? I'm just like you. And he was translating this shit back in Russian. Remember that? <laughs> he was a nigga. I had the black trainer. They brought the nigga to Mother Russia, nigga. I respect. You know who Rocky was? Rocky mm-hmm. was um Joe Frazier. Oh. Joe Frazier. Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali. Fucking. Okay. Yo, why Muhammad Ali was on one of them shows and Sylvester Stallone was out there and he busted. He said, was like, listen, uh, when y'all gonna pay me for taking me and Joe Frazier's story? You took my story. Then we trained. Mm-hmm. Told the story. I don't. I, I can see it. They, 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 that's why they, 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 you know what I'm saying. That's why they keep us around. That's why they, 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 they'll never send us back to Africa, man. We do. We, 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 we work well for white politics. Meaning, we, we, we create jobs for white, poor white folks. Hmm. If we were to leave, well, it'll go right back to feudalism. It'll go back right to dark ages. Yeah, you know what? Because if the if the poor white folks didn't have a job trying to stop us down, then all the mother white folks would be stopping on their ass. Mhm. That's why when you hear how they talk, these Jews never get along better because we here. Mhm. That's why everybody able to come here and benefit because we here. Look, 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 look at the Chinese. I mean, they built the railroad tracks. They got tricked out of here. And, and the cold part, they got tricked. Ain't no head they going to trick. They didn't trick the African. Some of them, you can see how they would, they, they, a lot of people are how they tricked some of people into slavery, but how they tricked some of the motherfuckers uh, Chinese, really? Then they got into on the issue. But, yeah, tricked them motherfuckers with propaganda gold and Right, learn their culture. Them motherfuckers like to gamble. They like gold, so they'll take a chance. They'll take a chance, right? That's that's one thing you know about the gambler, right? The gambling yeah, chance, right? Already. Mm-hmm. And, and it ended up this. Ain't no gold here. You know, 
that movie, um, what movie is, uh, watch this one. Um, it's a Jackie Chan movie where he in the Southwest. And they were showing the Chinese building, and no white man was like, get these, these Chinese men don't know about no work, get some niggas down here and do some real work. Feel me? So he's showing you how everybody, you know, it was, you know, it was killing Indians, enslaving white folks, and Chinamen. This is the cracker, man. There must be a there must be somebody there must be a black sheep there must be somebody finger the point there must be a far down guy in any one of their societies. And when the far down guy becomes a cousin, that's when the shit goes. See, that's what's going on right now. That's why blackface needs to see Bush fucked a lot of white folks. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of internal issues with my white folks that's going on right now. That this Bush shit is trying to cover up or trying to appeal, I guess, to unify white folks. That's something we need to really pay attention to. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, our numbers too. They talk about the population control. Yeah, our numbers are getting controlled too. But they, or they, they, they shit for it's like poor white folks too in the world, in America anyway. Oh, hold up, and white and you poor. It's for a reason. Hold on. For you, I don't got no, I ain't got no nothing. You did something. When your motherfucker, when your elders got arrogant and went against the white code, and a generation is <laughs> obviously been suffered. Well, let me, yeah, listen. I go sign back in. Let me lay back. Let me sign back in. Come back in. All right. Black power. Black power. Brother Mick, are you right, though? You know, in this crack of beast racist society, you should be ashamed of yourself if you're a poor white. Mm hmm. You're a poor crack of beast, you should be embarrassed. Mhm. Mhm. Really, that's what the stopping. That's what really America is for. The melting pot of poor white. You know, initially, because poor white tried to come over here from the beginning. They, the dukes and the lords, didn't come over here in conquest. They sent the savages out. They let the niggas out of jail. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. All right, Black Tom, I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, that's, that's why they went so hard on the natives, and, and to some extent, them motherfuckers. You know, that's all I like watching them move against New York. The motherfucking crackers had no desire; they had nothing to go back home to in, in, your, in the old world. Their names weren't shit. Yeah. All that debt shit that we got now was permanent in Europe. That's why Dr. Clark said the European could never brag. About the Asian or the African yeah. having the intentions of conquering Europe, because who wants a nation that's a thought-out icebox and politically dead? It's, it's every hustle been used on Europe, every political, you know what I'm saying? Every every ism, every d- democracy, all that shit has been ran on Europe. That shit is is dead. It needs somebody else to fuck over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll take it. 
Yo, check this out. Um, brother, make a run. I'm going to do this real quick and, you know, just make a little service announcement and let everybody know that, you know, we, um, and to thank everybody for coming in, you know what I'm saying, and, and just be known that we did have a, a guest in early. I had to check it out later. You know, you have to check the archive and listen to the guest. You know, he came in and was a little too rambunctious. You know what I mean? And so, uh, that was cut short. So we like to still thank y'all for coming out. And if you got anything you want to add on, please join us to the conversation. It's for the house Saturday. Feet on the ground. Um, in a couple of minutes, we're going to take it to the after party. But we're still getting it in. Black Power will be for you. Black Power. Well, Brother Mickelrod, I apologize for for pausing right there, but you know, I just wanted to make an announcement so we can do anything. Damn, how many of us did you need it? What in the fuck? Yo, my bad, Mickelrod. Yo, my bad, (laughs) (laughs) Joe. I must have hit the shit, and I looked over here and didn't even see the screen no more. My bad, I, I definitely didn't mean to move your arm um, line out. I just think, man, I thought my line got dropped. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, now your line did get dropped. It did. I thought I muted your shit. When I looked back, it must have been when you was um, calling back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to call back in. Oh, all right. Now, what I was saying, though, is that, you know, we're going to take it to the after party. like to thank everybody for coming out on the slaughterhouse Saturday, you know what I mean? We did have a guest coming earlier. You know, you had to listen to the archive and catch him early in there. But he had a, he was a quick way out, you know, standing eight to a quick knockout. Lady had to lean on down. Um, you know, we don't tolerate just nonsensical disrespect. You feel me? We don't mind for you to, you know, get your uh, words, you know, get your words, uh, uh, use whatever your words, how you feel like. You know what I mean? But if I feel like you're just too disrespectful with your words, then your ass won't have to go. Because you're not trying to play that shit right there. Everybody got to, you know, nobody mind if you stick your chest out. But just don't be beating that bitch too loud. So, with that being said, though, we'll catch y'all on uh, Tuesday with some news, news, and more news. You know, um, we look forward to everything that's coming forward. Y'all look forward to uh, the 12th coming up this Monday. You know, make sure that you have yourself together so you can celebrate uh, uh, and give that memorial for our wonderful brothers, the, the, the ancestors, the great Baba Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. You know, uh, but y'all make sure that y'all get that praise and pull out, uh, you know, pull out some speeches by the brothers. Uh, go over some, you know, go over his autobiography, his, I mean, his biography, his biographical information, make sure that it's in your head, and, and like I said, get some of the words and put them into your mind and into your heart and, and move forward with the energy of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Long live, greater Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. So, okay. and, and the spirit of Sarah Barman tonight. You know, for the slaughterhouse. No problem.
like power. That's in my eye. So, you know, with that being said, family, we headed to the after party. Nobody got to go, but we're going to keep it lofty. Uh, just that in, in the north and south, California out there, and you know, we got a soul, we got soul power in the house. I don't know how long soul power been out there, but soul power was out there before I lost then. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.